Okay, everybody, welcome to the Real Geek News Podcast with Kevin Andrew Rivera and the co-host, Raul Ceballos. Raul, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Kevin. How are you? Heckin' good, my guy. I am so pumped. We're going to get in this San Diego Comic-Con 2022. I don't know how to turn off the music. Turn off the music. We've started the show already. What is this nonsense? There we go. There we go. I'll, Everybody's I'll... going to think we're a bunch of amateurs, man. A couple amateurs. I don't know about you. I'm kind of a pro, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh... welcome, everybody. We're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con 2022. Comic-Con. Oh, Dude. do we have some stuff to talk about today? I'm excited. Our first Comic-Con episode. I have always wanted to do some kind of show, be it YouTube or podcast or or something where, where I, I'm one of the many hosts and we talk about Comic-Con. I didn't even... This I, is it. It just hit... You're so my right. My dreams like, have come true. Forget all the things is. I've done in my actual career. <laughs> this is it. Forget kids. Forget <laughs> marriage. We have San Diego Comic-Con, baby. That's right, baby. Virgins yeah. for life to virginity <laughs> and beyond. Well, Thank you. Uh, you know, we can't speak speak for yourself. I'm, I'm wearing like all Marvel right now. I uh, <laughs> oh, man, I forgot to wear ah, Marvel. It's shirt. okay. It is a podcast. Nobody can see. I but now they have an image in their head of Marvel T-shirt on my shirt. But you just have uh, a a weird. Uh, I just got a plain I, black shirt. That's all. Just oh, a dang it! Solid... I was gonna say. I was going to oh. say something else, but oh, now wearing, they have a black shirt I'm on I'm wearing their a head. tuxedo t-shirt. Never mind. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice tuxedo t-shirt. Thank you. I, I, Thank I think you, it sir. looks really good. Because well. I also like to party. Um, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> What's that from? I was actually, I just realized, I was trying to make a, a reference to Talladega Nights, but that line is actually from Hot Rod, so I completely uh. mixed up my references there. Sorry, guys. I lost some... Some uh, comedy street cred there. Anyway. You lost some nerd cred as well, I, my so, man. I did, I did, I did. Anyway, we let's got move on. some topics going on <laughs> over here. Uh, we got three whole days of San Diego Comic-Con to talk about, and boy, do we have a ton. Um, yeah. I, I kind of set it up. We have, our, we have our Google Doc that we set up, you guys, and mm-hmm. so we, I have it set up in a way where it's like the most important stuff is going to be the first things we talk about for each of those days, and then we'll talk about the other little things, you know, that are here and there, and, and still pretty interesting and cool and thought we'd mm-hmm. mention it to you guys. So our first topic of the day here, for day one of Comic-Con, we had National Treasure Edge of History with no Nicolas Cage. So... Not Interesting enough. In sight, not a sight of Nicolas Cage, no. Entertainment Weekly says to us, While sitting down with EW in our Comic-Con studio, the cast and showrunners of forthcoming series National Treasure Edge of History revealed that they had tried their darnest to get Cage to reprise his role in the franchise as treasure hunter Ben Gates. If we get a season two, we will beg him, said showrunner Marianne Wibberly. I gotta tell you, I... I'm. I don't think I'm interested in this because Nicolas Cage is not in it. What's going on? Well, how First do you feel? All, I mean, how hard did they really try to get Nicolas Cage? Because I mean, Nicolas Cage doesn't seem like it's that difficult to get get him attached to any projects. I mean, he's all over the place. He's always doing projects. So I'm very surprised that he's not in this show. Um, I think we did, but it, it, oh man, I'd have to I'd have to check this. But isn't there another? 
National Treasure National Treasure movie in the works with Nicolas Cage coming I, back? I, I feel like there's just been rumors about that for the longest time. And, like, okay. they haven't... No one's ever been like, it's official, Nicolas Cage is back. Okay, because I, I did think there were rumblings about, in parallel to the show, they were also going to put out another National Treasure movie with Nick Cage. Mm. That And that maybe the, the, the movie series would continue and may or may not interact with the show. I don't know where I heard that, but I thought I'd heard that somewhere. But. That that I I feel like to me it's like maybe that that was what was supposed to happen and then mm. they were like D- Disney was just like eh, let's just do TV streaming because that's pretty popular nowadays. <laughs> I think the fact that they're saying he could have been in, he could be in season two maybe what that yeah. tells me is like they basically just w- went all right no movie do the show and hey Nicolas Cage watch the first season because we're not having you in it clearly but if you're interested in the first season and it turns out into you know like a really good show yeah. then join on season two hopefully this is going to be like the, the the test to see if he'd be interested i do know even though we don't have nicholas cage it is nice to see that both justin bartha and harvey Keitel are coming back to reprise their roles as riley riley pool and sandusky i think the detective yeah. respectively um so that's cool that there is connective tissue it is within the same world universe as the movies so it almost makes me think of like Star Wars Episode Seven, where like, it. What if they showed you Princess Leia and Han Solo, but they didn't show you Mark Hamill at the end as Luke Skywalker? That's you true. know, although they technically did do that to you. He was literally on a cliffhanger, like it was a cliff he was on, and they left you hanging with but Mark Hamill there. All together in the same shot. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe they're tricking us. Maybe they're telling us right now that he's not in it. But at the end, he'll have a surprise appearance. Maybe the end credits kind of thing? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, he, show, he shows up in an end credit, kind of like Nick Fury. Yeah. I'd like to talk to you about the National <laughs> Treasures Initiative. There was an idea to bring a group of remarkable people together. To steal the Declaration of Independence. To steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> And I already did it like the United States. <laughs> no, I will say, okay, here's the thing. Uh, I, I find all this other news that we've been talking about, about the connection with the show and the movie and Nicolas Cage, will he, won't he appear? I find all this more interesting than the actual teaser that they put out because that teaser, I don't know lame. if you saw it. Yeah, it was so lame. So freaking lame. It, it does nothing. All it I, is is you, like, for anybody who, for for those of you who've seen the teaser or haven't seen the teaser, it's just like it opens and and it's a, a shadow opening the door and and you see a silhouette walking into the room and they they get they got a cowboy hat and you're like ooh who's this mysterious person and then there's quick shots of like the room and then there's like a box and some mysterious box with some writing and then the person takes off the cowboy hat and surprise it's a woman like why like you know like making it seem like oh we're it almost reminded me of like those '90s, early 2000s movies where a character comes in, and starts beating people up, and everybody's like, "Dude, that's so impressive!" And they take off their helmet, and it's a woman, and it's such a big deal that it's a woman. Like, oh, what a surprise! Because a woman could never beat people up. Like, I don't understand why they went this route. Like, yeah, just it's a woman. She's the main character now. Like, we're getting, why are we we're making- getting. We're getting why are we such making such a big? <laughs> I'm sorry, but why are we? I, that's just it. Just bugged me so much. Like, why are we making such a big deal about this bait and switch? Like, oh, you didn't see that coming. Like, so what? Okay, a female is the main protagonist. That's awesome. Just lead with that. I don't. What's with the bait and switch? I don't know. Anyway, I, for a second, really for a second, I, 
I thought you were like mad about the fact that it's a girl. I was like, uh, feminist <laughs> no. everywhere. Uh, uh, don't, we don't want to lose cred with you right no, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's awesome that that we have a female protagonist on this show. I just don't understand why this teaser had to market it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why this teaser had to frame it the way they did. We're like, oh, aren't you surprised? You thought it was gonna be a man, but it's a yeah. woman. Like, who you know gives a shit? Is- I I did not in my head think about the whole like is it a girl or is it a guy thing, but I did think they, to myself like when the com- when the trailer starts, you see the shadow of, of a person with an Indiana Jones type hat shape and, mm. in the shadow, and so I was like, wait, is this a Disney Plus Indiana Jones like pre like Indiana oh, Jones story? Is like, that streaming? what they were maybe trying to do? Like, that would have been so Cool. The if thing is, done... when I saw it, when I saw it on Twitter or whatever, I saw it, it clearly said National Treasure. So oh. I, was just, I wasn't fooled by anything. If that was the if that was the purpose of the, the, the teaser, it didn't fool me. I knew exactly what I was watching. I just like I saw that and I was like, whoa, they, they might as well just do a young Indiana Jones if they're if they're gonna go with that. Right? Like, this like almost hit that same type of vibe for it. But then, yeah. you know, then the camera looks at the lady and she's like, I'm the actress for this show. Yeah, and I'm like, I just, Oh, okay, but I just thought it was odd that they feel like they needed to make it like a surprise, like, oh, what would you never would expect a woman would be the lead of this show? Like, what the <laughs> hell? We're, you know what? What is great? this? Nineteen ninety eight? Like, what? What are we doing? It would have been better if, if if it was Nicolas Cage with a with a wig, just him turning around, <laughs> being like, hello, and you're like, oh god, I don't I'm, know. I'm Ben Gates' sister, Brianna Gates. <laughs> Brianna Gates. I don't know. <laughs> Well, if, if for anybody listening, uh, the, if you're wondering what the story is even about, hey, the main yeah. character's name is actually Jess Morales. She's a 20-year-old dreamer, sets off on an exploration to discover the mystery of her family history, and with the help of her friends, seeks to recover historical lost treasure, a national treasure. I don't know if that's the theme song. It's probably not. But <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it sounds. It, it sounds interesting. I, I think it it's, does. To me, it, it feels as though you're doing the Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. And that's mm. like, like that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. So, like, I, I don't want to just be like, no, nah, screw that, man. I don't want to watch this because Nicholas Cage isn't in it. Like, I want to give it a shot. But I, am I am I dying to go on streaming services right now to click on it and watch it today? Not really. I, I'm yeah. not. And the trailer didn't do much to make me go, whoa, you know? Okay. I, well, I will say, okay, unlike you, I am actually excited about the show. I'm looking forward to it. I'll say that. I mean, I, it's like one of those things. What I love about the National Treasure movies <clears throat> is the 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 pursuit and the the you know the hunting for the clues and looking for mm. the tra- and this and that. <clears throat> Just the 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 pursuit of it, right? And the way the way the story progresses as you find one clue and then you find another clue and another clue. Um, just as John Boyd said, and that will lead you to another clue and another clue. But th- that's what's fun about it for me. The cherry on top, of course, is that it's Nicolas Cage leading the whole thing, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what I really enjoyed about it was the pursuit of it and finding the clues. So as long as it has that at the very at the very base of it, I'm good. I, you know, let's give these characters a chance. Let's see what happens. And, hey, we're going to see some returning faces, too, with Riley and Sandusky. <clears throat> Excuse it's like me. a connected so, universe. So it's like they, it is a connected are... universe. They're trying to get yeah, you yeah. hooked back so, in a little bit. I am looking forward to it, but I will say that, you know, having said that, this trailer does nothing to make me any more excited about it. 
Like mm. it just it's just meh. Okay. If it's anything, it, it just makes it a fact that it is happening. And so we're we're just at least aware of it. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna wait right. for the next trailer. When they drop an actual trailer trailer, I'll be like, okay, let's yeah, see. Yeah, then we'll see. Part. But yeah, this thing didn't move the needle for me at all. I hope you guys are excited about it though. Let me know let us know in the in our email. Send us an email and tell us what you think about it at realgeeknews at gmail.com. Uh, anyways, we got our next topic for day one here. We have Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, mm-hmm. from the Moon Girl Magic Show on, I think Disney Plus is where this is going, and Disney, Disney Channel. Plus. I had no idea that Marvel had a show about a character called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. <laughs> did you yeah. know about any of this? I didn't even know who this character was. I did not know that this character was a character from the comics. When I first saw this, I was like, I've never heard of this character. This must be something original that they're doing. But then I did some research. No, this is a character from the comics. She debuted in like 2015 or something like that. Moon Girl. Oh, whoa. Yeah, very, very new, very new um, to the comics. And so, yeah, I don't know that much about her, but I'm surprised this wasn't. Do you know, Kevin, how was this? How did this come out? This wasn't in the Marvel animation panel this is this is an animated animation thing but it wasn't in the marvel animation because i think the animation panel for marvel that happened on friday friday Friday, um i think that panel was specifically for mcu marvel stories um whereas this was like its own separate marvel thing which i'm wondering if this is the first marvel project that marvel's put out that has nothing to do with the mcu i think that's Mm. pretty interesting maybe this maybe they're taking the most like unknowable characters period and just being like let's see if like yeah. kids like watching this as a kid's show you know um Interesting. uh let me see here it says here the story of marvel's moon girl is after 13 year old super genius lunella accidentally brings 10 ton t-rex devil dinosaur into present day new york city via a time vortex <laughs> the duo works together to the to protect the city's lower east side from danger i saw i did watch like a quick clip of like you know a cutscene from the show. I think I saw and, the same uh, clip you did. It, it looks very cute, very yeah. adorable. Like it's for kids. Um, they have uh, kid voice actors performing and reading for the characters. Um, and I think mm-hmm. Fred Tattashore is the voice of the yes. Devil Dinosaur. Fred Tattashore. Which you know, for all you listeners, Roll and I, as we always say, we're voice actors and we're big fans yeah. of these guys, especially Fred Tattashore. You might know him as the voice of the Hulk in the almost Hulk. every single animated thing he's ever mm-hmm. been in. Yeah. Um, and plenty of more voiceover work that he's done. He's very, very talented. Great One of the voice actor. top of the tops. Mm-hmm. So if anything, like I have hope that this show is going to be fun because he's one of the big names in that show. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for these guys. Uh, so yeah, okay. I mean, this is this seems pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm very I'm curious because like like we were saying, I've never heard of this character before, and I was very surprised to find out this character actually did exist in the comics. Um, okay, so that kind of puts what you just said. It sounds like we just we we can put this to bed that this has nothing to do with the MCU because I was going to ask a question because I did look at the article here that that uh, we have on our um on our Google Doc, and it did mention a few like. Uh, names as far as people who will be guest starring and I saw Kobe Smulders on there Mm. as one of the names and I was like but they didn't say who she was playing I was like is she gonna be? You is know what? She that, Maria Hill or what? Is she a new character? They also put Wesley Snipes in there though too, right? <laughs> Blade is coming Blade. back. Yeah, Blade this is, from this the nineties. Yeah, the the return of the Wesley Snipes Blade as you've as, as you've wanted to see him bef- as ever before. He's coming back in 
the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur Show. It'd be crazy. I, I that's the thing is like I, I guess because they didn't really make a big deal out of this show. Like even yeah. you didn't know about it. Like I that's, I think yeah. I posted this. I, I put up this information about this show being talked about on day one, and mm. even I didn't know about this. Like yeah, I found I, out. Yeah. Because I was scrolling through one of these websites of like recap San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I see this, and I'm like, "What? Okay, not we gotta talk not everybody's, about this." Yeah, not everybody's talking about this. So, and uh, for every, all you listeners, it comes out. It's set to premiere in 2023 on Disney mm-hmm. Channel and Disney Plus. So I guess we got another year to go, or another six months to go before that happens. I don't think they have an exact date, but I, I don't know if I'll watch it, but I, I do we'll think. See. The, Could be fun. It looks cool. It looks high quality. It looks really well done. So I'm, you know, it's definitely for kids. Definitely mm-hmm. for kids. Maybe you know? my daughter will end up watching it. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Well, then we got our next topic here. We got a just last two things that for, that happened on day one that I thought I'd mention here for you guys. Uh, we got a Teen Wolf the movie announced with a trailer. Um, now the reason I guess I guess I brought this up is because um, my roommate Aaron. Forced me to no, she didn't force me to watch anything. <laughs> she she was watching uh, Teen Wolf, the series on Hulu or wherever she was watching it, and I would occasionally walk around and see her watching it, and I'd be like, "Oh, what's going on there?" And then you know I'd eventually get hooked on certain scenes and whatever, and so I kind of appreciated it for what it was. Uh, if you know, it's based off the 1980s version of Teen Wolf, the comedy. Okay, so it um, is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's based on it, but the original the movie Michael J. was Fox. A, the yeah. Michael J. Fox movie was a comedy, and then right. somebody was like, "Yo, let's turn this into a drama, y'all!" And then they mm. that, that's what they did, and I think it had like six seasons, and it ended, I believe, last year. I could be wrong about that, oh, but wow. I I do remember my roommate Aaron just being really depressed after it ended and not knowing what to do with her life, and then I saw that they announced it during Comic Con, and I was like. Aaron, you're never gonna believe this. You're not just making a movie, <laughs> and she was already like, "I know." Wait, John C. Riley came into the room and talked. John to you C. Riley came. Aaron, in? Hey, what are you doing? You're never gonna believe this. I, you hey, should see what I saw. He's <laughs> great. Then, All this stuff going on at Comic Con, you know. And then just saying, "Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Shake and bake." Gotta get some Teen Wolf <laughs> shake them baked, baby. Okay, yeah. so I, I never knew. See, because I'm a, I, I love the 1980. Five, I think, 1985, uh, Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf movie. I even like the the sequel with Jason Bateman. So there's a I, sequel. There is a sequel. It's called Teen Wolf Two, T O O, and Jason Bateman is like his cousin, and he also discovers that he has the ability to to transform into a werewolf. A very young Jason Bateman. Dang. So it's, uh, yeah, it was like it came out in like 87, 88, something. Right like that. after anyway, Little House on the Prairie or something. Did Little House know, of the yeah. Did you know Jason Bateman was in Little House of the Prairie? Oh, on the, was on he really? Prairie. Yeah, he was like one of the the very young child children from like the sixties and seventies or something. I never knew that. He he's an old. He did. Dude a f- now. I know he did a few sitcoms in the eighties though. But yeah, I, so I I'm a fan of the of the original film, especially with Michael J. Fox. And I had heard about this Teen Wolf show, but I was never sure if it had anything to do with the movies or not. So it's like a loosely yeah. based. And they just yeah, like very, reframed it as very more of a loosely based uh, if, drama. It, as most of you know, it's it's based on the name Teen Wolf. It's the teenage boy gains the supernatural abilities to become a werewolf. Um, they they took it and basically were like, "What if we turn this into Degrassi?" And then that's uh. what they did. And so it's you know, I, I saw the first few episodes back when I was in high school. I remember, and then now I've seen my roommate finishing the show herself. Mm. 
And uh, I figured it'd be fun to bring this up for all you listeners because I don't know if any of you guys watch Teen Wolf, but that's a thing that's uh, Who knows? now. Maybe somebody out there likes it. I, I'd heard Maybe about the show, but I never really, I was like, eh, okay, cool. I never really, it never really drew me, so. I will say that the trailer looks like the TV show, and I think if you're a fan of the TV show, then mm. I don't think you'll have a problem enjoying it. But, like, as someone who kind of went in and out of it, I was like, oh, if it's going to be a movie, like, it should look like a movie, you know? But I, maybe uh, they don't have the budget for it. I don't know. But is this theatrical? Way, is this theatrical? I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Or is it it might out just streaming. That's it might just be going straight to streaming. That that could be an option. Uh, if it's if it looks TV quality, it might end up just going to streaming. Yee. Next topic we got here. Next is uh, Ghosts, starring Rose McIver, uh, puts out blooper reel from season one. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this show up is because yeah. I watched the trailer for Ghosts, and I guess San Diego Comic-Con is a really great excuse to uh, show people these new shows that they haven't heard about. Yeah. I'd never heard of this show before until I read up on it today and uh, watched the trailer, and it actually looks really cool. For all of you wondering, it's a show about a married couple that inherits a rundown country estate and try to convert it into a bed and breakfast. Little do they know that there are various types of ghosts who want to prevent that from happening. And so uh, it's it's a comedy about these ghosts that live in that house trying to mess with the owners and trying to get them to not make a bed and breakfast. And uh, I guess in the trailer what I That's saw cute. was that the main character hits her head really hard and then suddenly she can see all the ghosts, and then you know craziness ensues. And so, uh, kind of like kind of like Beetlejuice. I don't know. I'm, yeah, yeah. I guess you say so. that. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm thinking Beetlejuice. Yeah, I, I guess you give it a Beetlejuice vibe. Uh, what's the What's that show with Jennifer Love Hewitt where she sees ghosts? Oh, the Ghost Whisperer. It's like the Ghost Whisperer, except they're funny instead of instead of <laughs> dramatic. They're like, how do we make yeah. this fun? You know. And the characters came out really, really funny based on the trailer that I saw. And not only that, but the, the bloopers uh, were really funny as well. Like, you know a show's going to be good when the bloopers end up being pretty funny as well. And uh, it was probably the only trailer I saw from all these new shows I'd never heard about that actually made me chuckle. And I was like, okay. All right, Interesting. All right, I've, never, I, I've never heard of this. Now, this show's coming out with season two premiering September 29th on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. And I don't have Paramount Plus. Ah! I don't either. Yeah, I gotta watch. Oh, I gotta watch The Offer. I gotta watch all the new Trek stuff. Oh, I'm so behind. If they made Nacho Libre two on Paramount Plus, I'm in. Like that's it. <laughs> that's all I need to hear. You know. I mean, come on. Get that coat out of my face. You know, yeah. with Nacho Libre. Yeah. See, I finally found a use for that. You button. finally <laughs> have a reason to use that sound effect. And it was so sweet. And you'll and never worthy. use it again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, so so everybody, go check that out if you get the chance. It looks pretty cool. I want to give it a shot. I think Paramount Plus is like $5 a month or something or 6 bucks a month. I which is it at some point, yeah. It's pretty dang cheap. And The Offer yeah. does sound like a really good show as well. Uh, I want to watch it so bad. Miles Teller is, like, phenomenal. And I'm yeah, like, ah, oh, dude, first Top Gun Maverick, now this? What are you? Ah. I've heard amazing things. And I have. I saw Top Gun Maverick. You saw it. I finally saw it. What, I will not get into, into too much detail because oh, we got to right. stay focused on Comic-Con. Comic-Con, you're right, yeah. <laughs> maybe the next episode right. I'll bring it up. But I thought it was phenomenal. I love that movie. All right. Yeah. So I love, freaking love Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick. Well, Raul, what do we got for day two? Day two. All right, man. Things are starting to gear up a little more. So we got uh, the Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves panel. And so, oh, uh, snap. 
So what happened was on, on day one, actually, uh, there was a little preview that, that people got to see over there at, at the con where they showed like this first look and images of all the characters um, uh, of the movie. So they got they got these images. So there was, you know, introduced Hugh Grant. Uh, Chris Pine, Justice Smith, Michelle Rodriguez, Sophia Lillis. Uh, I'm just going to butcher this name. Regé Jean Page. I hope I said that right. It's Regé Jean Page, actually. <laughs> no, I hope, I hope I said it right. <laughs> I but basically, it. Um, just still images of these characters all in their, in their costumes, and they all look really great. And you can kind of gather from the still images... You know, of course, Dungeons and Dragons is like vast lores, and it's it, there's no like specific characters that are being adapted in this movie. But you know, with a lot of Dungeons and Dragons uh, campaigns you'll play, there are character archetypes, right? There, there are certain types of characters that you'll see again and again. So rather than specific characters being adapted, we're seeing types of characters. So. We, uh, based on the images, we're seeing Chris Pine. He's clearly like the bard of the group, you know, who's usually like a charismatic character. And, you know, they use magic through song and all that stuff. And of course, he plays the lute, uh, which is funny because they make a they make a, a reference to that in the trailer, which is really funny. And, and then we got Justice Smith, who's our mage, um, you know, a magic user. He's basically a really powerful wizard. Uh, we got Ma- Michelle, Rodrig- Michelle Rodriguez. She's the barbarian, right? She's got this big old axe. Uh, she's basically the you know a typical brute warrior type character that you'll see in 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 uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, then we got Sophia Lillis from uh, It Chapter One. Um, uh, she will play a druid uh, named Doric. I believe that's the name. She yeah. looks great too. She like looks in, in this movie. super badass. Like, actually. I totally I'm, believe she's an elf. I really dig her look. Yeah, and druids are like uh, you know they also use uh, magic and they do a lot of. Uh, uh, ma- uh, nature type magic, a lot of magic pertaining to nature, and and of course she does this thing where she uh, shape shifts in the trailer. Um, she'll sh- she shape shifts into what they call the what is it the owl bear? I think so. I think it's an owl bear. It's basically yeah an owl bear hybrid. So it's really uh, it's really interesting. And then uh, we got Rajay Jean Page, who uh, looks to be maybe a paladin. Um, and paladins, you know, usually are are portrayed as these holy knights, and they cru- the crusading in the name of good and order, um, that, that kind of thing, that kind of character. So it looks like that's who he will play. And of course, we got Hugh Grant, who just he's playing a character named Forge Forge Fletcher. Um, he looks to be our villain. I mean, this is uh, pretty cut and dry. It looks like. Um, but anyway, so they showed these these images, and then uh, on uh, on day two, they had the panel where uh, they showed the trailer. Um, and uh, I thought, look, I'm going to say this. We, Kevin and I, we, we played some Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know how far, how deep your Dungeon, Dungeons & Dragons experience goes, Kevin, but I played casually. We played a couple of campaigns together. Um, I've never gotten really deep into Dungeons & Dragons, but in the most recent years, we played a few campaigns, and I've come to appreciate it a lot. And so I don't know that much about Dungeons & Dragons, but I really like the trailer. And I think the trailer is super fun, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. To me, it almost feels like, almost like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but that, that's in a great this, way to put it. right? It kind of feels like this ragtag kind of group of loser thieves, you know, coming together on this mission. And it really gave me like a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe with the humor and all that stuff. Mm. But just taking place in this kind of medieval esque Dungeons and Dragons world. Um, so I really dug it. It looks it looks like it's gonna be really fun. 
Um, and I think everybody looks great in it. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, Sophia Lewis. I mean, they all look great. They all look like they're having a grand old time uh, making this thing. Even Hugh Grant, he looks like he's going to really kill it here. So that's my thoughts on, on all the Dungeons & Dragons stuff. I, I'm pretty excited. What do you think, Kev? I, I think I agree 100%. I, it looks really fun. I And I can't believe that's – like, usually when, when a, the first trailer drops, I'm always like, oh, I don't know yet. I don't know. It's kind of a tease. <laughs> it's, why, it's a teaser trailer, Kevin. Come on. But, like, you know, I, I there's some teaser trailers that, like, when they manage to, like, get my attention, I'm like, yeah. oh, snap. Like, that's pretty awesome. It's a good and teaser. This movie trailer definitely got my attention for sure. Not as much as Wakanda Forever, but we'll talk about that later. Um, You're going to have to, y'all are going <laughs> to have to wait to the very end for this. We will definitely talk about that. We'll but um, I, I think one thing that I was thinking about, I there's like that whole problem when like when you're a fan you have expectations and when you have expectations sure. you assume too much from what's going to be actually given to you sure. so when you're given whatever is actually supposed to be given to you you might be disappointed in a way mm. not saying I, I'm not excited about the movie I'm totally excited but Kevin might... thinks this movie's dog shit already it's bad it's so <laughs> bad just all the freaking boos oh no not the oohs I meant to say the boos <laughs> they're supposed to boo it <laughs> Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, there's. Have you ever watched uh, Dexter's Laboratory? Raul? Yes, of course. Dexter's Lab, yeah. There is an episode of Dexter's Laboratory where he is playing D&D with a bunch of nerdy friends. Yeah. And Dee Dee comes in and joins the game. And the <laughs> whole episode does this thing back and forth where, like, you watch the kids playing together and, and interacting with each other. And then it cuts to the the characters in the fantasy world, and you can hear the kids' narration while you're watching the characters that's on screen. That's cool. That's cool. And I thought that I think that's probably one of my favorite episodes of Dexter's Lab. And uh, I don't remember that episode, but yeah, that's 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 so cool. In my head, like that's honestly what I was thinking that this was this movie was gonna be like. And mm. then you know I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, there's like no kids in this movie. Like there's no teenagers that are playing D and D. Like you know, like it would have so, been cool to see like a cut back and forth of like maybe this one kid had a crush on this other girl, and then throughout the the movie like they're playing the game and he's trying to make decisions like, for his character because kind of like Jumanji, yeah, Jumanji movies, yeah, yeah. That that's totally that's totally the vibe that I was thinking it was going to go oh. into. So when I first watched the trailer, the first thing I felt was like, oh, disappointment. Oh, they didn't do that thing that I wanted. <laughs> but like then I watched the trailer again, and then I was like, ah, this looks really cool. Like, it looks I'm, fun, I can't, right? It I can't hate dope. on it. Like, it yeah. looks badass. And so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think Chris Pine, uh, from what I heard about him during interviews, is that this is like one of the most fun movies he's gotten the chance to work on. And so I'm like, okay, well, That's if cool. you're – if you're gonna have fun, I'm gonna have fun. So it sounds like he's he seems. I guess he's a he's a D and D nerd, huh? He's a yeah. He's I think a D and D fan. I read. I always about, love. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I, I was just gonna say that I, I read something about Chris Pine saying that when he first got into this movie, he decided to invite his entire family to play like a few rounds of D and D, and he was like, "Man, like D and D just brings people together. This is so hmm. cool." Which, funny enough kind of correlates right now with Stranger Things because I'm, I'm watching season four right now and Ooh. they're constantly talking about how like d and is the devil's work like oh it's gonna be bad for you <laughs> yeah. and like you know all the characters from the 80s like they all thought that and it's yeah, I don't know, all the adults it's, it's interesting that all of this stuff is kind of like happening all at once Stranger Things yeah. and the D&D commercial or trailer 
drops and now the movies yeah. and I'm playing DNT, you're playing D Wishi Wombo, you know. <laughs> I think it's it's everybody, pretty cool. Everybody play DD. I would highly recommend if you've never played D before, you should totally play it. And if you don't decide it's to fun. play it right now, maybe this movie will convince you to play D D. I will say it's you know we we played D and D you know Kevin and I before with a bunch of our other friends. Man, you get a whole bunch of voice actors in a room to play D and D. Holy shit, that's a pretty good time right there. It's a lot oh, of fun. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, yeah, man. This is Guardians of the Galaxy with dragons. That's what this looks like to me. I'm excited. It looks I'm glad. Fun. I'm glad there was a dragon in Dungeons and Dragons because if they didn't <laughs> right. put a dragon in there, I'd been like, guys, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, you're messing up right now. You know? Did you ever see the the old the older one? The it was like in the 2000s, early to mid 2000s dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh no, no! Did they with, do the with, Dexter's Lab thing in there? No, it nah. was it was awful. It was with Marlon Wayans, and the villain was played by Jeremy Irons. And ah. I've only seen it like once or twice, like way back in the day. I just remember it being awful. It's just god awful. It was not it was not good at all. Um this already this trailer already looks 20 times better than the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the original the with first the VFX. The VFX looks so cool in this movie. Like it, yeah. it gives me like the Hobbit vibes, which like I know we all kind of crap on the Hobbit every now and then, <laughs> but like the the VFX looks great. It looks very similar to that movie and that yeah. VFX was great. Um I'm super pumped. But also, speaking of The Hobbit, uh, our next topic of day two is The Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Hall H panel and trailer. So, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power panel was held in Hall H, which revealed five exclusive clips and a new trailer, which I don't think we got to see the five clips, did we, Raul? I think no, we just that heard was about just... it. Yeah, that was just for the people in Hall H, and I do think there were some uh, reports that came out, people describing, yeah, I know. I don't yeah, have any money to spend to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Also, I don't know, I just, uh, the thought of, like, camping out in line for a Hall H panel, as much as I'd love to be there in that panel in person, it's just not worth it for me to yeah. camp out there, especially, uh, yeah, you just, ugh, also, you have you it have must, a baby and stuff, you know. It, it, yeah, it just it must smell so awful in those lines for Hall H, just camping out there. It just the smell must be just atrocious. The one weakness of San Diego Comic Con: deodorant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Missing yeah. deodorant. But yeah, um, this uh, those lucky bastards though. They, they got, got to see yeah, five clips. They got to see five clips, and they never released it. But I think there were some reports where people described what the five clips were, um, and they sounded really amazing. To- yeah, I didn't. I didn't really get to. Did you read any of them? It was like, oh man, I they used all the big names and big words of the world of Middle Earth, and so I was like, okay, there's a new city, and then there's this character, and then talking to this guy on a boat, and they could see a whole uh, scenery. Those, <laughs> it all sounds amazing. Like it, it, it felt like. To me, it felt like people were honestly describing a scene from the Lord of the Rings, like the first movie. Yeah. Um, and and I was just like, man, I'm I'm so for it. Like I I can't wait to see this. Um, we've talked about this in our previous monthly episodes, where uh, you know the the show just sounds like they know what they're doing. They've had they've got five seasons that they're planning for this show. Yeah. And uh, whatever, however the first season ends, there's stuff that we're not gonna have like a like a, a follow through until the very end of the series. So you gotta keep your, your you gotta keep that in mind when you watch the show. The trailer looked so cool, looked badass. When you see the main character, knight, female character, 
who's in the middle of like this upside down Stranger Things kind of world for some reason. Isn't it Galadriel? Isn't it Galadriel? Isn't she the main character we're following? Yes, I think. Well, technically, there's like a ton of main characters, but like she's okay. she's kind of been like the the main one we've been looking at the most lately. In the promotional material, yeah, she's the uh, yeah. This is the um, who's played by Kate Blanchett in the original. Uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. So mm. this is Galadriel, and I, yeah, she's been showing up a lot in the promotional material for this. Um, yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to make sure that. Who, was her. What yeah. do you know the name of the actress that plays this character now? Or I do not. I don't either. But she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, easy, see myself Kevin. out. <laughs> easy, Kevin. Every every Lord of the Rings nerd's dream is to hang out with Galadriel for a day. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm actually sorry. That was there was an awkward silence, not because I didn't think you were funny. The, because the level actually, of judgment. <laughs> no, I'm on. I'm on IMDb right now because I do want to look up to see who this is that's playing. Okay, oh, Morfid Clark. That's her, her name? name. Yes, M O R F Y D D Clark. What kind of parents? Would do this to you? <laughs> <laughs> who, who hurt you? Who hurt um, you? Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, she's she's the one playing Galadriel here. Uh, yeah, well, Pride and Prejudice, I, Pride and Prejudice, and John and Zo- Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. She's Ooh, been, uh, was she the yeah. main character in that? Uh, I don't know which character. I got off of IMDb. Sorry, Kevin. Oh, no, it's all right. That's still pretty good. I mean, it, also based on the trailers, like her acting was spectacular. There's a every every actor on screen yeah. to me was like phenomenal. They were killing it, and so I, I'm already kind of like, damn, like I can't wait for this to come out. Which I think it comes out September second, right, Raul? Yes, I believe so. And we are definitely doing a weekly movie night get together with all our buddies to watch every episode every week. It'll be amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, super stoked because that's uh yeah, it's the same group that uh that we all had uh, when we when we watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So, I'm yeah, this looks great. I'm super stoked about it. Well, next up we got our Marvel Studios animation panel. Hmm. So, I I kind of like went through all of these different uh, projects and just kind of watched some first looks kind of things on YouTube. and Not uh, a lot. There's there's a few, but not a lot of stuff. Yeah, there, there's a couple where they didn't really show anything, really. They just kind of showed artwork. Um, yeah. Starting off with I Am Groot trailer that dropped. We had uh, Bradley Cooper is confirmed to return to voice Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Confirmation of another five episodes coming in the future, streaming on Disney Plus August 10th, 2022. That's next month! Hey, um, look at that! I, I watched the trailer, and the trailer looked adorable and kind looks of so reminded cute. me. Have you ever seen, there's like this new movie, I, th- I think it's already out right now, something with like Marcel with the shell or something Marcel like that? Marcel the shell with shoes on, yeah. With, Marcel um, the shell with shoes with on. With Jenny Slate. It gave me a Marcel with shells, that's, uh, that word, so hard, <laughs> like the vibes. <laughs> but like, it, it kind of gave me that same kind of energy, and I thought yeah. it was super adorable, super cute. And the fact that it's got like five shorts to begin with, like it's short, I guess short films, right? They're like 15 yeah. minute clips or something. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I think that's adorable. I'll watch it. Um, again, again, this is the Marvel MCU animation panel. So like this, right. this is all the stuff that's going to be MCU it's all, canon. It's, can, it's all unquote. canon. Oh, yeah, there's a thing unquote. that doesn't make well, me. Uh, I think I know what you're talking <laughs> about. We're going to go there. Okay, okay, um, yeah. 
But next up, we had uh, well, that's I am Groot. Did you have any thoughts about that, Raul? Before I think it looks, I think it looks cute. Yeah, there's gonna be five, uh, five short episodes. I don't know if all of them are gonna be baby Groot. I'm honest. I'm kind of hoping that they'll show Groot at different ages. I gotta say. I love Baby Groot. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna say something that might be a little controversial. Oh, I'm kind of ready. I'm kind of ready for Adult Groot again. Like I'm, they've really yeah. dragged on the Baby Groot thing for a while, and he's cute. Don't get me wrong. He's freaking adorable. But now they're in this. They they've been stuck with Teenage Groot forever, uh, since since Infinity War, and then now we watch Thor, and he's still Teenage Groot. I'm like, can we get back to Adult We're Groot already? Yeah. I want to see Adult Groot again. Like, give me Adult Groot. I don't know why there was just something. I love so much about the adult Groot. And of course, like I said, I love Baby Groot. I think I'm excited to see these shorts because I'm excited to see what we do with Baby Groot. Of course, this is it's so cute. Like he's he sees these little aliens and they're about to attack him almost like Gulliver's travel style. And uh, he farts out this little leaf, and then suddenly, like these these little aliens, they they're they're they love him now because this leaf provides food for them, and it's just the look also, on his face when he really I am Groot. Like, oh, oh shit, look, I'm powerful. Look what I did. Uh, it's so crew. It's so freaking cute. Also, when when it comes to fart jokes, I mean, you can't go wrong with Groot farting. I mean, that's cute. That's Groot adorable. farting a leaf, which is like so <laughs> like you know a, fa- a fart joke is so kind of gross, right? But but he farts out a leaf, which is like this beautiful this beautiful thing. It's plant. It's a life. You know, it's life. It creates life out. and nature. Creates life from his oh, bum. Yes. From it's, his bum. It's it was funny the ju- the juxtaposition. Also, it's like I think it's interesting that we've gone from Baby Groot to Baby Grogu to uh, now Baby Rocket Raccoon, which we'll talk about later today. But mm. it's just baby after baby after baby. So a lot of babies. I, we'll Not see. Of babies. We'll see what happens, you know. But uh, next up, we got the What If series got announced for season two. Yes. Uh, arriving on Disney Plus in early 2023, along with confirmation of season three for the future. Whoa! I guess I didn't read that part. There's a yep. season three, guys. They Exclusive footage was previewed showing Captain Carter, Steve Rogers, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hela, Young Star-Lord, Ego, the Scarlet Witch, Mandarin, and more! The preview included a part that takes place in 1602, yeah. a reference to the Neil... Neil... I'm going to read like a champ today. Neil <laughs> Gaiman miniseries in 2003 that reimagined the Marvel heroes in the Elizabethan era. Director Brian Andrews and writer A.C. Bradley confirmed that the what-if... Captain Carter is different than the Multiverse of Madness Captain Carter, That's which I, I do remember seeing them saying like, no, oh, well, our version of Captain Carter could have kicked Scarlet Witch's butt. And everybody <laughs> on the Internet's like, <laughs> how? <laughs> There's yeah. no way. Uh, come on. Come on, guys. Come on. I get you're enthusiastic about your character, but come on. It's Scarlet Witch. Come on. I got to um, say. It's they're... good to know, though, that it's a different. It's not the same Captain Carter. Also, it's nice to see that there, there is a season three because it kind of yeah. makes me realize, um, you know, this is a spoiler for the end of, of our next topics towards the, you know, Marvel stuff. But mm. Guardians, you know, uh, I'm sorry, what am I trying to say? Marvel had announced that their saga now, their their current saga for their Marvel movies is called the Multiverse Saga. Yes. And so that being said, uh, it makes sense now to me that a season three would be happening for the What If series because everything about What If is multiversal storylines. Right, right. Um, so they want to keep that theme going, and I think that works really well. I'll be honest, I wasn't – like there wasn't a million uh, – maybe like half of the first season I thought was awesome, and then the other half I was like, eh, I could have done without this episode. And – when I saw the trailer for this next season, they showed a lot of good stuff that made me go, ooh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, 
I'm actually excited for this. One thing in particular was the three Spider-Men from No Way Home showing up in the same sequence from No Way Home. Um, when they all jump on the Li- Statue of Liberty's head. What? I missed yeah. this. Yeah, there was, this was, a, was, this a was quick, artwork that they put out? No footage. It was like a quick two to three second clip of them all jumping on the Statue of Liberty's oh, head. Oh, wow. And that's cool. My brain, I was like, uh, do I really want to watch a season two? And then I saw that and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in. That's fine. Do you that's, think? Give me Spider-Man. Do you Let's think do they're going to try and get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to come back and voice their I would versions be... of this, their Spider-Man? I would be so ecstatic if they did. That's um, pretty neat. I did not. I, I missed that detail. I didn't yeah. know that that was. Uh, that's cool. They had that. They also had the idea of. I think it was like Bucky. What happens if Bucky became Captain America next? Mm. Um, and I think there was another one where they had something about the Hulk. They didn't really go into details, I guess. But it looked okay. cool. They're they're adding different characters. Uh, they're introducing new stuff. It um, looks like it also looks like they're going to pick up some threads where they left off in the first season. Of course, they're going to continue yeah. with Captain Carter. Also, they're in this list here of like characters that show up again. They say they say young Star Lord and Ego, which mm-hmm. is interesting because I wonder if that's going to pick up uh, from the end of the one episode where oh, uh, right. where Ego comes back and 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 Quill is working at Dairy Queen, right? Is that right. that very ending? Uh, but I don't know. It doesn't look like it's. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't look too good for for Star Lord for Peter Quill there. But uh, maybe that might pick up from there. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I I didn't. I forgot about the fact that there were a lot of loose ends in the first season. Yeah. So it's almost implying that yeah, guys, they're going to continue another season of this because why wouldn't they? It's the multiverse saga. Come on. Yeah, I think it's um, cool. I, I I love I love what we're getting with what if. Yeah, like you. Not not every episode knocked it out of the park for me. There was a few great ones. Captain Carter the. The one with Doctor Strange I really oh, enjoyed. Yeah. Strange the, um, versus Dark Strange. Yeah, Strange. Badass. Yeah, the Killmonger one I liked. The zombies one I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of good stuff in there. Um, I'm excited to see a season two. Yeah, we'll we'll see what else they come up with. You know what? Speaking of the zombie ones, why don't we segue into that one first before we get to the next other one? All right. Yeah. Um, they they did announce the Marvel Zombies series. Uh, it says here to feature undead versions of many Marvel characters in addition to having all the gore and splatter you want from a movie from a zombie show revealed to be a spin-off of the zombies episode of what if as the writing team wanted to see what happens next appearances of non zombified versions of characters include Yelena Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Jimmy Woo, Death Dealer, Shang-Chi, Kamala Khan, also a post-apocalyptic Mad Max-esque scroll, scroll biker gang. There's a lot of words. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I, I'll be honest. No, you go, you go ahead. You go ahead. What do you think of that, Just think about it. They said, okay, like a post-apocalyptic biker gang of scrolls. Like, I'm talking, like, that sounds to me like Mad Max-style scrolls on bikes. Like, how freaking awesome is that? I'll admit that's pretty freaking cool. That's that sounds so cool. I'm in. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Hmm. I was gonna say that that is definitely a spinoff from the What If series. I, right. It's interesting that they they went that direction. Um, I could have sworn that the Marvel Zombies was gonna be an introduction to Deadpool in a way, where or or some kind of thing with Deadpool. You where, never know. Like there it's... is a comic about Deadpool kills the MCU. He kills the, the Marvel. The, yeah. The Marvel He'll... Universe. Yeah. But they're all zombies, and so that's kind of why he ends up killing them all. Right. Um, and I thought that would have been such a cool introduction to Deadpool. If Deadpool had done a movie, like if, if Ryan Reynolds had come back, live-action <laughs> film, the first movie for that he comes back in to the MCU with 
is the zombie movie where he just murders everybody because he went to the wrong timeline. That would be incredible. <laughs> I would are, love that. You are the second person I know that has made that suggestion that that's how they should introduce him is, so is cool. him is adapting Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I'm like, really? You think that's how they introduce it? I don't know. But then you're the second person I hear to say that. So yeah. that's... I mean, luckily, maybe maybe what they're doing is they're keeping that storyline and saving it for the future. So maybe oh, like... Maybe... I would like to see that eventually. Yeah, eventually. Like, maybe that's just Kevin Feige just knowing what he's doing, and he's like, uh, I'm going to get everybody to still like the MCU way <laughs> after uh, Phase 6 is over. So we'll, we'll see about that. Keep that, that in my back pocket. That would be cool. But I think, again, it is really cool that they, instead of continuing the zombie story in What If Season 2, they just were like, let's just do a whole Let's thing spin it off into itself. its own. Yeah, because like, that's fine. That was one of the things that that was one of the episodes in What If that was like that would be I would love to sit with this and follow this storyline specifically. Yeah, and they clearly liked that idea too. So instead of picking it up in in season two of What If, yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna do just spin it off and like let's let's follow this and let's see what happens in this post apocalyptic Marvel zombie world. Let's see what happens. With all these characters trying to the characters that we have left who have not yet turned into zombies. Uh, how are they going to deal with this problem? What are they going to do? And they have mentioned, I, I, I didn't put in the Google Doc, but there, there it is confirmed that this show, the Marvel Zombies show, will be rated TVMA. Really? Yes. I heard that somewhere. You know what, guys? Don't quote me on it, but I did hear it somewhere. In fact, Kevin, go ahead and, and, and um, vamp a little bit while I look this up. To, to What are your thoughts on all this, Kevin? I mean, it'd be pretty badass to hear a zombie Captain America say the F-bomb, but like... <laughs> <laughs> language. I, I think, yeah, no, my God, he would swear, and then he'd go, <laughs> language, because he's a zombie. Oh, man, that'd be hilarious. Um, no, but, man, that would, that would basically just scream Deadpool if that was the case. Man, why don't they introduce Deadpool? That would be so cool. Okay, I'm calling it now. Zombies, Marvel Zombies will introduce Deadpool as an animated version of himself, and that's the first time we're going to see Deadpool in the MCU, technically. But then, really, he'll get out of that timeline and show up in the one that we're all watching with the movies. That's what I think is going to happen. That's how I feel. You guys tell me what you think at realgeeknews at gmail.com. All yes, right, so... Less, so here we go. This is from Screen Rant. So it does say Marvel Zombies release set for 2024 with TVMA rating. So it'll be Ooh. the first. It will be the first MCU property ever to have a TVMA rating. And it Which is a TV is, show. Right. 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 It, it it'll is, be. It is. Yeah, it's a TV show, not a movie. So like, it's the first TV show of, what did of I, Marvel. Did I say? Did I say movie? I, I I forgot. I'm, I'm I got excited. <laughs> well, no, yeah, it's just this is the yeah the first TV show, the first anything from Marvel to have a TVMA, which is interesting because already even if it weren't TVMA, the fact that it's an animation, you can get away with so much more as far as gore and blood and and violence and all that stuff. Already, you can get away with so much more than you normally could. But the fact that on top of that, we're also gonna take it a step further, and you know what? Go ahead and bump it up to TVMA. Mm. I mean. Who knows what kind of carnage we're going to see in this show. But uh, I'm delighted. Yeah, I, I'm. me too. I'm excited to see what they come up with. I, I'm glad that they're turning it into a whole series because now the writers actually have time to tell a storyline rather than cram a story in 15 minutes or mm. 20 minutes or however yeah. long the episode was. Um, and I, I think, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see when it comes out. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be watching it for sure. 
And uh, yeah, I guess our next thing over here for for uh, Marvel was the X Men '97. It's so good. I, I I'll be honest. I never watched all of the X Men animated series, but I did watch. <gasps> I did. Wait, wait, wait! Don't, don't wait. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. This is a little bit of. All right, hold on. It, <laughs> I did watch half of the first season, so yeah. that that's a lot of episodes for the first season. Yeah, it, it's it, all on Disney Plus. You can catch up. Also, I feel like as an adult, like you, we're used to watching hour long episodes of shows nowadays. Yeah. Um, so when you watch a cartoon that's only 20 minutes, you're like, whoa, wait, what? The episode ended? What? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my so God. Everything, on? it all kind of just, like, flies by, and you're like, okay, cool. I'm already 40 episodes in. I didn't even think I could do that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it'll be easy to catch up. But I think uh, it's, it's set to premiere on Disney Plus in fall of 2023. Exclusive clips show Magneto appearing and saying, you're looking at the new leader of the X-Men. One of the major themes will be, why do we still need the X-Men? I think that's interesting that they even brought that up as a point, as a marketing point for mm. us as viewers. Because it's like, that, you, don't ask us that. We just tell, just show us the X Men. I want to see well, X Men. Well, it is kind of meta, isn't it? I don't know if this was on purpose, but it is kind of meta. Because as soon as I heard that, them saying the major theme of the show, one of them is, why do we need the X Men? Kind of meta because I don't know. I'm excited about this show, but I know a lot of people out there are probably going, why do we need this show? <laughs> why do we we already had the the 90s show. why are we going back to this uh i don't know if that was done purposefully but but yeah it's uh it kind of hits on both on both uh notes like that but yeah this is is interesting picking up right where the the original left off and spoiler alert for all you x-men people who haven't watched the show yes. the x-men series ends with magneto being the new leader of the x-men mm-hmm. um, and, and it's, xavier uh gets uh, gets uh, injured, very, very, very near fatally injured. Um, does he get sent to another planet? I, I don't. He remember does. Oh my goodness! I've, it's been so long. Um, uh, yes. You're doing the magnet. The, the <laughs> I'm, <doing, laughs> I'm, I'm trying to conjure up the memory, and so I'm doing the. I'm doing <laughs> Xavier's finger on the temples. Yes. Um, I can't remember. But yes, I do remember Xavier ends up getting brutally injured, and we have no idea. It's it's kind of a, it left off in a cliffhanger that way that we don't know what happens to Xavier. Is he going to live? Is he going to die? So it'll be interesting that this is uh, this will take this will pick up right after that. So it'd be funny if like the first episode just starts and it cuts to Xavier going, oh, "I'm dead," and that's it. It's like end credits. <laughs> Show's over. That's the reason. Why did we still need the X Men? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> But uh, I, I think also the idea of why do we still need the X-Men might have been asked by a lot of fans that are trying to theorize how they're going to fit the X-Men into the MCU. You know, there's there's a kind of a correlation in there. And, mm. like, you know, Raul, you and I have talked about, like, theories of how they could introduce the X-Men. Um, but why they still need to be there, there's plenty of reasons why. I mean, the X-Men were, uh, they were I think they were created as a symbolism for the, you know, racist civil racism and, you know, the civil right. rights movement and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like that's a topic that wasn't horribly discussed in the MCU, except for when we got to uh, Sam Wilson as the new Captain America, right. talking about being the first black uh, Captain America and how, like, there can't be a black Captain America. Well, there is now. I believe <laughs> in my country. Like, I think that's... I think it's interesting that we started talking about it now, and now yeah. the X-Men are going to start to introduce more of those types of topics into the MCU. Um, 
this little nerdy pocket of that we love so much and, and adore. And I think uh, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a fresh new take on the MCU and what how we can approach it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm pumped about it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked about this. I I do wonder if this. I don't know. Maybe I may be jumping at shadows here and wondering if I'm wondering why why this property? Why go back mm. and and specifically to the 90s X-Men animated series? Why go back and pick this up again? And I just it just has my head scratching. It has me scratching my head a little bit. Why not the 90s animated uh, uh why not the 90s animated Spider-Man series? It just I wonder is there a reason why maybe this specifically is there some kind of Something going on that's going to help warm us up for something that's going to happen in the in the live action MCU movie. I don't know. This is, is these are crazy theories. I'm I'm spouting out here. I'm not even spouting out any theories, but it just has me wondering. Like, is there a, a an alt another purpose for this other than hey, let's just pick up where the '90s X Men left off just for the hell of it? I don't know. I, I want to say that it probably is that second, that last idea that you just gave out. Uh, just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. Just because we can. It's such an amazing series from what I've heard. And I, yeah, it as is. As someone who's watched a couple of episodes myself, like I think the show's great. Like It's really well done. It's from the 90s, right? Yes. I 90s. grew up, this this and the 90s uh, Spider-Man animated show, those two shows for me as a child were what got me into superheroes in general. I mean, it was, it, mm. it was those two shows and Batman the Animated Series. Those, So really those three things. So that kind of introduced me to the world of superheroes and then eventually down the line got me to uh, read my first comic books and all that stuff. So mm. for me, this is a very important show, very important show to my childhood and my upbringing and my, my nerddom. It's one of those pillars there. So... I'm I'm totally I love it I I love that they're picking it up and they're continuing it but I just wondered yeah is there any other reason besides just why the fuck not oops there's your one f word sorry about that <gasps> <laughs> swearing is, in this it, house no <laughs> there it is there it is all right we've made a big deal out of it <laughs> keep going but yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, I just yeah it just got me wondering is there anything else besides that. But hey, regardless, I'm happy. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and also I, I think there, there. I think there always is that theorizing stuff about like, what if they take the animated X Men and throw them into the MCU? Wow! I've heard that before. Yeah, and then suddenly you heard they, that from they, me, my they friend. They turn live action, and yeah, they're coming from another dimension. They're... I've heard, I've heard that theory. Wanda somehow somebody theorized. I heard somebody theorized that in Multiverse of Madness, Wanda was gonna bring the animated X Men from their universe into the MCU, and they're gonna turn. And, and become live action, and that's how we get the X Men into the MCU. And I'm like, mm, I mean, I, I'm not gonna stretch. lie. If they manage to pull that off, I would be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh ah ah. You know, I would definitely be the fanboy that would freak out about it. Off. Yeah. If yeah. they pulled it off, they have to do it like just right, though. I don't, I don't know. They'd have to. Be, it's a stretch. Gotta, it's a stretch. It's and really, it didn't end up happening. It's a delicate and, story as well. It's a delicate yeah. uh, plot line, but also like. If they did do that, this, this is the reason why I don't think it'll happen, is because if they did do that, those characters at the end of X-Men 97, they'll have experienced all the storylines that us as kids grew up watching already. Yeah, so that's like, true. Th there wouldn't, there'd be that sense of like, oh, I want to watch this storyline. Oh, but they already did it, so these what characters yeah, wouldn't, what other they wouldn't stories want to relive there it. to tell with these characters? Exactly. exactly. So... I, I think this is for the hell of it. Um, the other nice thing is like the, the all of the what if 
Marvel Zombies, X-Men, I Am Groot. Like, it, to me, I feel like they're, story, they're little stories that don't actually mean a lot to the MCU as a whole. Like, I know it's mm. supposedly quote-unquote canon, mm. but, like, it's not really connected to the you MCU You don't need stuff. it. You don't need it if you want it. It's there, and you can... You can consume it, and it's all this supplemental, supplemental extra stuff that yeah. you, can, you can have and, and 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 chew on and stuff like that. But you don't necessarily need it. Like the fact that Captain Carter, they said that she wasn't the same Captain Carter from the animated series yeah. when she showed up in the movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, like these these animated things, like they're inspired by the MCU, right. but they're not really MCU. Which actually segues me into <laughs> the last topic of the Marvel right. animated stuff. They uh, announced Spider-Man freshman year. Come on, yeah. I, okay, all right, listen. Spider-Man, come on, Kevin. All the listeners are like, why does Kevin hate Spider-Man? It's the same exact Spider-Man Spider as the uh, MCU version. It's not, it's though. It's really not the same Spider-Man. So, okay, real quick. I had a feeling quick. you were going to be pissed about this. Yeah. Let, me, let me read off... To you guys some information so you know we just you know, we're all clear on this so it's announced um, to arrive on disney plus in 2024 mm -hmm. it was also revealed that charlie cox will return to voice daredevil yeah that's as cool. well as confirmation of other characters appearances such as dr octavius yeah chameleon speed mm -hmm. demon scorpion boot butane the pyromaniac is it butane or butane 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 i butchered that like a maniac <laughs> harry osborne and i'm Amadeus Cho, a.k.a. Braun, a Hulk-like character, also revealed that season two will be called Sophomore Year. Of course. All right, Raul. Makes sense. Come on, Kevin. What's there to, what's there to hate on? Come on, so, Kevin. So here's my problem, guys. Here's my problem. What's I... your problem, Kevin? What's your problem, buddy? First of all, No Way Home <laughs> introduced Peter Parker to Dr. Octavius and... Norman Osborn, baby. So, the fact that he meets these characters in Spider-Man freshman year makes no sense to me. There is no Oscorp in the MCU. Norman Osborn from No Way Home even said this. Like, he was like, I couldn't find, I couldn't even find Oscorp. I didn't have my son. He's not here. There is no Harry Osborn. There is no Norman Osborn. There is no Oscorp. There is no Dr. Octavius. Okay. All right, guys, listen, I know, I know I'm freaking out. I'm scaring Raul. I'm, I'm uh, scaring myself right now. <laughs> um, but I, I'm just, it just, like, come on. There's, there's literally moments like this where there's these interactions that, clearly tell us that he doesn't know these people. So why, if for the love of God, would you do this to me? Here's my theory. Here's my theory, Raul. I'm my not, theory. Listen, you have the floor, sir. Go ahead. This is Peter Parker. In another dimension. Yes. Another universe. So yes. it, it's the only way that I can explain any of this stuff. But that being said... It would mean there's no point in us in them telling us about their his freshman year and then sophomore year because if this is a Peter from another dimension, this isn't the freshman and sophomore year that we know from our Peter. Right. You know, so it's it's so it's like what's the point? What is the point exactly? Like if if you're going to tell us a story about Peter and he meets these characters that he wasn't supposed to meet in the first place, then just call him something else. He's Ben Riley. He's Ben Riley. <laughs> this is Ben Riley who that's how he met them. That's how he met all these characters. Um, 
I was really hoping that freshman year, I, I didn't see that they had Scorpion in freshman year, which is cool. Mm. I thought that, this is again, this is the fans with expectations, and then it ruins reality, you know. Um, I thought that the story of freshman year was going to be about Scorpion as the main villain. Because when we watch the end of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Peter... Like, you know, you, you see Michael Keaton's vulture in prison, and he meets up with Scorpion. And Scorpion's like, hey, like I heard you found out who Spider-Man is, huh? Like, why does this guy care so much? Because freshman year could have explained the storyline of Scorpion and made him the first villain, sure. you know? That makes sense. That would have been perfect. That makes sense. And but... maybe, maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe, maybe in a way they can have that storyline happen for freshman year. And just have it still be an alternate universe I, yeah uh, uh, yes I, I i knew this is what you were gonna get hung up on yeah. yes and here's the thing um i did read that they did confirm at the panel in, in comic-con um that it is an alternate I, I i'm not sure if they said it in so many words but this does seem to take place somewhere else in the multiverse because i think <sighs> i had heard somewhere it it was it was just somebody said uh what if instead of tony stark Peter Parker met Harry Osborn instead. And Harry Osborn became his mentor. And I think that's what this is going to be. I think that's what this show is. So it's not really the same. It's not the same Peter Parker, but it, it kind of is, but not really. It's a, it's, it's, it's a variation. It's a variant. Um, and that that's the what-if angle, I think, is that this show is basically, what if... Peter Parker, uh, what if Peter Parker's mentor was Harry Osborn, I mean Norman Osborn, instead of Tony Stark? I think that's where it jumps off from there. My energy just went from like 10 out of 10, super mad, to just like way down to a 2. Because I, I, that would be that would be fantastic if that's what they were going for. I'm trying to find where I heard that. but I, <sighs> it's... All you listeners out there, thank you for listening it... to my rant. All, all, everything seems to point in that direction, though, right? That this is clearly not... It doesn't make sense canonically. And yeah. I don't think Marvel will... You know, Marvel knows what they're doing. They're not going to actively let these kinds of inconsistencies go out there. Not not inconsistencies this big. Right. So it does seem to make sense that this show won't be proper MCU 616 canon stories. But this this uh, Spider-Man freshman year is a... Uh, is Yeah, it takes place in an alternate universe. Plus also the fact that Ned isn't even in it. His friend, his best friend Ned, oh, is not, not even on the friends list. Like they showed artwork of Peter Parker and it says Peter Parker and his friends or something like that. And it's just like a bunch of randos. Like it's just like some goth girl, a not football even MJ? player, a scientist, not even MJ. Not even MJ. Nobody, no, none of the friends from the original movies are in this series. And that just well, baffles maybe, me. maybe Ned comes later. Maybe Peter didn't meet Ned until sophomore year. So I don't know. Maybe he he will show up in season two. I don't know. I'll have to rewatch Homecoming just to double check their interaction. Yeah, if there's on... any clues about when. Yeah. They... But if this is an alternate universe anyway, none of it, it matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. freaking matter. They can do whatever the hell they want. Which, so, you know, it's, it's cool because, like, I picture Kevin Feige looking at all these animated shows and just being like, guys, just do whatever you want. Like, I don't care. I, I, need, I need to pay attention to all the new TV shows on streaming yeah. for Disney Plus and all the new movies. So you guys do what you got to do for animation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go do live I don't action. care anymore. Yeah, for real. The guy's got, like, over 16 projects at this point. It's yeah. crazy. He's, he's spread pretty thin now, yeah. I will, I will say, 
as as cool as this sounds, you know, and and accepting the premise of like, okay, this is probably uh, a different universe. All right, fine. That's how that's how all of this can make sense, right? That we see Norman Osborn and the likes uh, and all that stuff. But I will say, I am still a little bit disappointed. This is not the the MCU six one six Peter Parker because I I thought it was pretty cool the notion of like, oh, we're gonna get the story that fills in. You know, we're gonna get the backstory of the Tom Holland Peter Parker before we meet him in Civil War. Like, that's what this show is going to be, and it's going to be this Peter Parker and how he led up to where he was now and stuff. Um, but now knowing it's it's not the same one, I'm, I'm, I am a little disappointed in that case because I, I do want to see what led our Tom Holland Peter Parker to, to be where he is in Civil War. Hmm. Um, you know, like, what happened? What was his... What was his Uncle Ben moment? What what was was Uncle Ben even in the picture? I don't know. We don't know. All that stuff is still kind of a mystery, even though they've dropped hints, you know, like in Spider-Man No Way Home, there was, you know, Aunt May basically filled the Uncle Ben role in that movie. So where's Uncle Ben? Um, I don't know. I thought we were going to get answers like that in this show. Um, and maybe we still do, but it's probably not, you know, it's still not the same version of the character as the MCU. Which so is why- I am... It, yeah. it actually it kind of makes sense now though as to like why Tom Holland they reported that he's not going to do the voice of Peter Parker in that show, and I'm like oh well, yeah he, go, he has nothing to do with it yet I mean, another variant which is also very similar to the What If series like he didn't do the voice of Tom Holland or <laughs> Tom Holland he he didn't do Peter <laughs> Parker in the What If episodes and so right. even that they it's got like, a sound alike so I wonder if they're gonna if if they're are they even gonna try to get a sound alike a Tom Holland sound alike for this show or are they just going to not give a shit and just find some somebody completely I mean, different I wouldn't be surprised if they just picked the same Peter Parker voice actor for the What If series I think that could they be could. an option they very well possibly. could yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think if you think about it when you watch the What If series the only people that did voice their characters were characters that thought that they were going to have some kind of influence in the in the next part of the MCU in the movies. Mm. So Benedict Cumberbatch came back to do the voice of Doctor Strange in the What If series. And then that kind of informed him a little bit more for his next movie, Multiverse right. of Madness. Same thing with Captain Carter. Uh, same thing with, uh, what's her Hawkeye. face? Hawkeye. Hawkeye, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, maybe I'm not sure how that's going to affect the storyline for him is exactly, but yeah. I'm, I don't know. It's interesting that like some actors chose not to voice for it because maybe it just didn't have an influence on their character in the future. Maybe mm-hmm. some some actors chose to do it because they thought it'd be fun, but like most of them had the option to say no, I guess. Right. So who knows why that is exactly, but I just feel like this series isn't going to be as seriously serious as <laughs> you know Tom Holland's character of Peter seriously? Parker. Seriously? Oh, snap. Um, but yeah, so that was all the Marvel animated news for day two. That's right. And we're still not done with day two, you we're guys. We're not done with day two, you guys. We got just two quick more things for you. Yeah. Um, we got Keanu Reeves, Berserker, and John Wick 4. So Keanu Reeves Whoa. and his creative team, can you imagine every time him just running a company, just being like, you guys, like, we're going <laughs> to get her done, right? Or I'll kill you. I'm John I'm Wick. John Wick. Whoa. He's Neo and it's John the Wick. Worst, the worst Keanu Reeves I've ever done. <laughs> very, very. We're, we're all we're all bad. <laughs> only he only he's perfect at it. Yeah. Um. But so Keanu Reeves and his creative team behind Berserker: The Immortal Saga expands into films, TV, and books. IGN confirms that Netflix will be working on an anime series for what the for that, and it's already greenlit for two seasons. 
So, for those of you wondering, what the heck is Berserker the Immortal Saga? Yeah, you have to explain this to me. Berserker is a comic book series created and written by Keanu Reeves and Matt Kind and drawn by Ron Garney. The comic follows an immortal warrior known as Berserker as he fights his way through the ages trying to discover the secrets to his immortality. So the man literally can't die, and he's like, Someone end my life! This is terrible! Um, I did not know I did not know Keanu Reeves uh, co-created a comic book. That's this crazy. man, I'm telling you, this is the Keanuessance that we're living in right now. Yeah, for a he, while we've been in the Keanuessance. He's had like the new Matrix movie, he's got the John Wick movies, he's in yeah. Toy Story 4, he's in <laughs> uh, video games like the, the 20, uh, 2099, I think it's called. the Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Cyberpunk, we got comic books now that he's working, he's gotta be, he's gonna be working on anime, you guys. Like, this that's, is crazy, I'm, I'm this loving incredible. this. incredible. I think, God bless America and God bless Keanu Reeves. I, I think <laughs> anything Keanu Reeves does, I feel like the internet is just behind him, so we're always going to support he's really the enjoying, guy. He's really enjoying a lot of love lately. That's yeah, definitely. And I, I think he deserves it, too, because I feel like he's, yeah. he's lived a long life of hardships from what I've heard on the internet, mm. and the internet is always true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, of course. Of course. Then, of that. course, we had the John Wick 4 teaser trailer, which wasn't really a teaser trailer. It was just more of like the ending of John Wick 3 where they started printing out his name and just putting him on the list of like, we got to kill him kind of thing. Um, and All they're right. kind of just going with that. I got I, I to gotta confess, I have, I've seen John Wick 1. I have not seen 2 or 3, so I got to get on top of that. Mm. I, I really enjoyed 1. I, I was like, because I'd heard about it for years, and I was like, all right, let's see. Let's give it a go. Everybody's talking about this John Wick movie. Let me see what the big fuss is about. I really liked it. So, um, Which also uh, takes me back to Deadpool, because uh, the director of uh, John Wick 1 uh, directed Deadpool 2. And if you watch Deadpool oh. 2, there's, there's this thing in the beginning credits where it's like, from the guy who killed John Wick's dog, <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> like, it, they make that little joke where wickiness in Deadpool 2 mm. combat because the director yeah. I think the director was a stunt choreographer originally and then he became a director and that's mm. why all the stunt, stunt choreography looks amazing and super cool those um, movies yeah the, the the first the first one especially I mean I really love the the stunt choreography in John Wick and, and the, the fighting and the combat and that's just oh it's done so well yeah, and, and I'll be honest, like, this is one of those trailers where it's like, again, like, we're all the internet. The internet follows John Wick and Keanu Reeves and just supports him. Like, I saw the trailer. I wasn't impressed by it, but I was like, ah, I know there's going to be something else. And I'm I'm, I'm probably, probably going to watch it because watching yeah. a John Wick movie is like an event. So, like, you, you go to watch it because you just get to watch Keanu Reeves beat people up. And, like, yeah. he just he just is an internet meme. So, like, you love watching <laughs> him do those things. Um, I gotta watch. I gotta watch two and three. Yeah, which we should totally do. We should do a movie yes. week thing. I'll watch it, or maybe maybe that'll be my monthly video or a movie for you in our monthly episodes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Ooh, we'll find out. Okay. Okay. Um. Well. Anyways, we got the Tales of the Walking Dead and other spinoffs. So mm. Tales of the Walking Dead is an episodic anthology that will follow individual characters from the Walking Dead TV universe, both new and old. Along with Tales, it was also announced that there would be a limited-time six-episode Rick Grimes series on AMC+. AMC+, Disney+, Paramount+, like everybody's trying to do these streaming Come services. Come with the pluses. What the hell, man? Everything's a plus now. You don't know what I hate. I hate plus signs, all right? Gotta get so, what's, what's with the pluses, man? 
They also got season 11, the final season of The Walking Dead, airing its last ah. four or eight episodes starting on October 2nd. Put it out of its misery already. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Like, th- this is the reason why we made this a quicker did se- I show segment. my Did I show my cards too much about how I feel about The Walking no, Dead? No, you, you, I think we're all on the same boat here at this point. There's 11 yeah. seasons. I watched four seasons, caught up to it when the show was at that point, and then I just stopped watching it because I just... I don't I know. I, off, I fell off so fast. Yeah, I got off the train like around season five or something. And then just all these years later, I'm like, There's st- this show is still going. And then not only that, now they've got like a second show, which I haven't even, Fear the Walking Dead. I haven't seen any of that. Oh, now they got what, two more <laughs> spinoffs coming from this show? Like, Yeah, I do Fear the Walking Dead. I'm not going to watch it. So <laughs> this, this, this franchise itself is like a Walking Dead. It just won't oh, die yeah. and it just keeps going. Listen, I mean, for I'm sure that look, there's if you guys, any of you guys out there who are huge Walking Dead fans, and good on you. I just I stopped personally. It just stopped becoming interesting for me. It became a lot of the same old thing over and over again every season. You know, um, you know, a lot of oh my god, we're getting attacked. We got to go find this place. Let's get let's be safe. Oh man, these people want to kill us. Oh, we're getting attacked again. Oh, let's get. It was the same thing you every know, season. Oh, we move I- around and. People kill each other, then we zombies kill us, and it's just uh, I got time. I'm not gonna lie, like I, I think, be, I think this show is the reason why I don't like post-apocalyptic stuff anymore as mm. much because I I feel like I just ran dry watching four seasons of Listen, it, and after walking... a while, it's like it just feels so dreadful. Like everything's mm. so dreadful. I get it. That's the point yeah. of the series, but like. There's got to be some hope of something. Come on, I, man. Well, that's the thing about this show is that what what it really is is like the zombies are just kind of decoration, right? They're mm. just there in the background, and the story is really about people, right, and how yeah. dark people can be. But that's part of what that's part of it. It kind of does. Uh, it kind of beats you down after a while. Like, all right, I get it. People suck, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very grim like that. And it, look, I, mean, don't, I, I will say, I loved the first what three, four seasons of The Walking Dead. First, the first couple of seasons, uh, season three, I remember liking a lot. Those first few seasons were great, mm. and I really enjoyed the show. I was such a huge fan of those first three seasons of The Walking Dead. I ate it up. I, I, I really loved it. So um, it just kind of got old and tired after a while. And I was just like, you know what? I, I get it now. You know, I don't need to continue the story. It's not for me anymore. I, um, I think, if anything, like, I, I can't wait for uh, the actor who plays Daryl. What, what's that guy's name? Do you remember? Oh, my goodness. Uh, sh- There's shoot. so many characters in it's... this show, specifically him, that are doing so many other cool projects. I'm sure they're dying to get out of Walking Dead already and be done with it. Uh, Norman Reedus. Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus. Yeah. He was he was just in a, a Hideo Kojima video game. Um, I'm forgetting the name. Holy crap! Oh, was uh, it? But he he like plays this guy who does deliveries in a video game for Hideo Kojima and whatever. <laughs> he he doesn't deliver for Hideo Kojima, but he's in the game <laughs> that Hideo Kojima. All right, you guys get what I'm trying to say. But basically, it's it's he's he's starting to stretch his wings, doing other things, you know. And good, I, that's great. I want him as Ghost Rider in the MCU Ooh. so bad. And he rides him because he rides a motorcycle. Okay. Here's my yeah, pretty much yeah, pretty. Much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that would be cool. That would be but cool. Like, think of it this way, right? Here's a theory for you. Imagine this: Scarlet Witch supposedly dies in Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert for all you who haven't listened, but how dare you listen to a San Diego Comic-Con episode uh, without by knowing. The, by the way, let me before before you continue, let me take this time. If you guys want to know what our thoughts are on 
uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, please take a listen to our spoiler episode with Chad Cook. All right, go ahead, Kevin. Very good. Yes, I agree. That's uh, very, very good. Um, so basically, if Wanda, quote unquote, dies, right, she goes down to hell, meets Mephisto, and Mephisto makes a deal with her and says, hey, if you break our contract, I got my Ghost Rider buddy over here who's going to come and get you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the movie would be about is her breaking the contract and Ghost Rider coming after her. And, like, ah. again, this is, again, guys, this is the fans making speculations, as uh, having high expectations. If want, and if you want to establish Ghost Rider as a, being a scary threat, I mean, what what better way to do that than have it be that Ghost Rider is the thing that Scarlet Witch is afraid of and is that running away That would be crazy yeah. cool, man. Oh, that would that'd be awesome. If Norman Still. Reedus can just call it a day with Walking Dead and just move on to the MCU, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the fan base would be like, yeah, come on in, man. He's, come on. I'm sure he'll end up in an MCU movie eventually, if he wants to. He may not want to be in an MCU movie. He may I mean, he may not he may hate all that superhero stuff for all I know. I, oh, I hope not. He seems like a cool dude. He does seem like a cool dude. Maybe he will, maybe he'll end up in one. Yeah. Well, again, guys, Walking Dead starts October second, season eleven, and then a bunch of spinoff shows, which I I'm personally eh. not gonna watch myself. But if you yeah. guys are into it, that's still okay. Good just on because you. Yeah. just because we don't like the show as much or not interested in it doesn't mean you shouldn't be. If you're into it, get into it. Go watch, and I hope you enjoy the crap out of it. And hey, listen, guys. If there is, if you guys end up watching the show, the shows, and all that stuff, and you end up liking it, and you think there's some good stuff, let us know. I mean, I'm oh, totally open to if I'm if I hear that there's new stuff coming out from The Walking Dead, and it's actually like really good, and a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. Let us know. I'm totally open to checking it out again if it's actually worth you know uh, going back to. So. You know, email us send at us an email. realgeeknews at gmail.com. Oh, there you go. Or add us on Instagram at realgeeknews. There you go. We're just like subliminally messaging we're, into your brain. Oh, right yeah. Now, we're going to get that message right into that little brain of yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not, not little. Your, your brain's huge. Uh, I mean, huge. Yeah, no, 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 you guys no, have big brains. You, you guys uh, really, are so smart. Trust me. Like, super, like, Modoc size. Like, it's crazy. I. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just lost all our rocket science uh, listeners there. They just became so offended. Do you hear yeah. that? The fans, the listeners, they're mad at us. They hate us. Anyways, guys, let's cheer you up, shall we? What's happening? We gotta here? go to day three. Day three. Oh, San Diego Comic Con. We got Warner Bros. The movies that we're about to talk yes. about right now. They had the greatest movie of all time. Shazam and Black Adam, and that's that's actually it. That's all that's they. That's it. That's it. That's all they gave us. Which, Shazam and Black Adam. So, uh, Raul, what, you saw the Shazam: Fury of the Gods trailer. Uh, what, did. what did you think of that? I okay. I will say we'll talk about how we feel about the how the panel in general in just a minute. But I will say, the Shazam: Fury of the Gods trailer was actually a lot of fun, and I enjoyed the heck out of the first Shazam movie. I thought. It was one of the few uh, DCEU films that I I thoroughly enjoyed. I feel like Shazam and The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn, James Gunn Suicide Squad, are probably my two favorite uh, mm. DCEU films now so far. Um, those are just, Shazam was just so delightful. It was so charming and so warm. And Zachary Levi is so much fun to watch, um, yeah. in that movie. You can tell he's having a blast playing Shazam and, and it really shows, you know, he's having fun playing the character. I'm having fun watching the character. I'm having fun watching the movie. There's so much heart, um, and great action and it was funny. And I, 
thoroughly enjoyed everything about Shazam. This new trailer looks like it's just, it's, it's, it's more of the same, which is not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just like, yes, let me come back to that familiar, warm, funny stuff. Like I, I really love it. And now that it's, it does from what I've heard, I think it, this one is going to skew a little darker. Um, and it's going to deal with, I, I believe they said it's going to deal with a little more adult uh, issues, a little more adult problems. So it's going to skew. It's not going to be as kid-friendly as the first one is, which is, hey, that's cool. I mean, the kids are growing up. So, I mean, the problems that, that people have as they grow up, the problems should grow up with them, right? So, yeah. um, but this looks so much fun. You know, you can tell the, 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 the Shazam family, the Marvel family, they've all been doing this for quite some time. They're like, a, they're, they're, a, they're a tightly knit uh, team now. And um, looks like they're having fun. Helen Mirren, uh, Lucy Liu uh, playing the villains here. They look like they're having a great time. Uh, I did like there was a, there was that shot where he's, uh, what was it? it was, it's him and Helen Mirren talking. And then he's like, I've seen the Fast and Furious movies. It's <laughs> all about family. And uh, yeah, he's like, come on, guys. I said family. Nobody shows up. But I thought that was interesting because Helen Mirren is in one of the Fast and Furious movies. That's so I thought true. That was interesting little nod. A little um, Easter egg there. Yes. But anyway, this looks like so much fun. I, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to see this one. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect from this trailer. Cause I, Me either. Like, it's weird. Like, I, I knew that they were going to work on a Shazam 2, but I wasn't sure what they were going to go for. Because mm. also, I've never read the comics of Miss Captain Marvel, because he was originally called Captain Marvel. Right. Um, but now he shows him. Um, but yeah, I, I have Fury of the Gods. I can only imagine most of the gods are mad at him about something. And uh, there, there's there's gods and there's Fury, and yeah, that's yeah. that's all. That's the thing. There's there's not much about the story of the trailer. Well, I mean, because it's the first trailer, so they're not going to delve too deeply into what the story is. But yeah, I, you just I, know I gods are mad. If anything, like. It, it, what was interesting about the, about the trailer is that they were trying to give you like a this is a darker thing, mm. and then towards the end they give you a little bit of light tone with like Shazam right. being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just threw a, a bus at a dragon! <laughs> my day's awesome!" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> when I hear stuff like that, it's like, "Oh, okay, well, it's like I feel like you're shifting the tone a little bit yeah. and you're making it go a different direction, so it's a little." It's a little on the I'm not sure where this is going kind of vibe to me. But well, it's like, all about balance, right? Yeah. Not, but, you know, it's just we hope that they balance it. Exactly. In, and in and I way. think after watching Shazam, the first movie, like I'm already in. Like I'm, mm. I want to watch this movie. I don't really know much about the villains. I just hope they're compelling and fun to see on screen. And I, I hope uh, I hope we get to see more interactions with uh, Shazam and his siblings. Mm. Uh, just the whole Shazam family would be really cool to see interact throughout the movie instead of right towards the ending of the film. Um, and I, I was very curious about the caterpillar that shows up at the end of the first movie because I didn't know what that caterpillar was. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like the magic caterpillar. Oh, I, I think, can't remember. I think like there was something associated with Black Adam. With that. I, I'm not sure. I, I haven't really read the comics for Shazam. So, um, that's the thing, right? It's like I, I forgot about the caterpillar until I saw some YouTube video about it and I was like, oh my God, that's right. That's does show up at the end of the movie mm. that's crazy like it's been so long since we've seen shazam one mm -hmm. um in so 2019 it, something like that was it 2019 i think Come it was about forever. almost almost three years ago yeah you know what i think another thing that kind of takes its thunder <laughs> <laughs> um is that <laughs> thor love and thunder just came out and so now we've got another movie about a god that has thunder powers mm. and it's like 
Oh, you know, like kind of showed up a little bit on on the and, weird. And, and there are also gods who are furious in that movie too. That too. There's a lot of gods in that movie, and they get all a lot of them get killed. So it's yep. I'm I'm gonna assume the same thing's gonna happen in this movie. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> so this is the Thor of the DC universe right now. At I guess in a way, except Shazam is actually a kid, but Thor starts to act more like a kid. Thor, in Thor acts Thor like a kid. Which, Thor is a man-child. Which, let me just mention, we will be making a Thor 4 review yes. episode at some point soon, and we're hoping it'll we'll have it out by August, so just, keep just that. Just hang in there, guys. We're going to get, you know, we've, 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 between summer vacations and getting everybody, because we're going to get Chad Cook in, in on that, and everybody trying to find the time to schedule that out we'll get it done eventually we'll and if not chad we'll get someone <clears throat> that you'll love to listen to um but yeah so I, I think shazam fury of the gods i'm excited for it can't wait to see it i think it comes out in november oh what was that we got we got to put these dates on here yeah, yeah i don't think i put the dates on it my bad i know black adam comes out in november Right, I think October. October, yeah. You see, my brain is just not working. Maybe Shazam comes out in December. (laughs) I am not helping anybody right now. Um, But what I do know is, I do know Black Adam definitely is coming out very soon now. um, Which actually, at Hall H panel uh, on Saturday, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson showed up dressed as Black Adam, and he just like got lifted up in the air by some (laughs) wires. Put his arms out and electricity came out of him, and everybody's like, oh, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it's crazy. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. to me, I, I'll be honest, after I saw that, I was like, so this is all they've got for DC. Like, they're, they're really yes. hoping to push uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because Dwayne is like, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you by, know? By the way, uh, really quick. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods coming out December 21st, 2022, and Black Adam coming out October 21st, 2022. So just wanted to set that. So guys, literally, Black Adam will come out in October, and two months months later, Shazam comes out, which is supposed to be, from what I've heard from rumors, it's that Shazam Fury of the Gods, when it ends, it'll go into... You know, a fight between Black Adam and Shazam for the next movie. Like they're they're gonna set it up for the next one to be okay. that. Which, okay. if that's the case, segueing back into Black Adam, yes. there has Go been ahead. rumors about Henry Cavill or some some form of Superman uh-huh. showing up in this movie. And Raul, I know you have a lot of feelings about this, so I want to hear what you got. Well, there, there was a <clears throat> there was a report uh, a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago or so. Not really a report, a tweet. That was sent out um, <clears throat> to uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, asking about, can we see, is there a possibility of maybe like, uh, 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 can we see maybe Henry Cavill uh, show up in Black Adam? And um, he was kind of, he kind of responded. He kind of had like a little interesting response. Um, hold on. I've actually got it pulled up right here. Dwayne Johnson. Okay. So the guy <laughs> tweeted him. uh uh, replying to at the rock heroes can't wait for this movie i don't care if there are no cameos in it but if there are dot 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 and there's a picture of uh the superman chest and then on the other side is uh, black adam chest and then dwayne johnson responded from back in the uh from back in the day when i was wrestling in flea markets for 40 bucks a match all the way to now i've learned to always listen to the audience because they will always lead you to where you need to go i hear you 
and I always got you, fist bump, winky face. So it almost kind of sounded like he was responding to this fan saying, don't you worry, we're probably gonna, you might see some Superman in Black Adam. And then everybody would start freaking out, right? Mm -hmm. So that leads to everybody speculating, oh, Henry Cavill might make a surprise appearance at the Warner Brothers panel in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con this year. And then the Black, the Black Adam panel happens and no Henry Cavill. So yeah. a lot of people were kind of disappointed about that, and um, I mean, he didn't he didn't say anything. He didn't confirm that Henry Cavill was going to be at. First of all, nobody said that Henry Cavill was going to be at Black at uh, be at the Black Adam panel. He was nobody said that. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was this thing about Superman being in Black Adam, like, and then uh, Dwayne Johnson gave that response, and so everybody's like, "Well, is Superman going to be in it?" Um, and so that left a lot of questions up in the air. So I lost my train of thought just now. Okay. No, no, here. I'll, I'll, let me, let me, I'm, uh, I'm talking in circles. Here, what, pass, what? pass me the baton. I, there I'll you go. Give take you. it. Take it. So, no so, Henry Cavill. He wasn't there. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson shows up at San Diego Comic-Con, gets out of the Black Adam suit, and starts doing some Q&A stuff with fans right. who are asking yeah. him questions. And one of the fans actually you know, asked him, like, hey, if it's between Black Adam and Superman fighting, who wins in a fight? And Dwayne The Rock Johnson was like, oh, boy, okay, I got to watch my words okay, here. Yeah. Because if I say something, I don't want to make them more upset about the fact that Henry's not here. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson's response was something along the lines of, well, listen, like, it depends on who plays Superman. Mm -hmm. And then he left it at that and moved on. To which everybody on the Internet who is a fan of Henry Cavill and Superman and Black Adam, everything, everybody's like, what? What does that mean? He got booze. He, he got, got booze. He got actual booze. The Rock got booed on stage. Which I felt so bad. Like, I, let me just say, like, I, I feel so horribly bad for doing The Rock Johnson because you could tell that he's really putting his heart into this project and like he wants people to like it. And so he, I'm sure he's probably not used to being unliked by Hollywood fans and stuff like that. And so to be when, fair, I don't think they were booing him directly. I think people were just booing the fact that that it almost seemed to imply, based on uh, Dwayne Johnson's response, it almost seemed to imply that if Superman were to show up in this movie, it might not be played by Henry Cavill. Because he said it depends on who plays him. And so just the wording of it sounded a little weird because it almost seemed to imply that. Like, And everybody everybody booing was like, everybody. you could tell everybody was thinking like, Whoa, 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 what are you, what are you saying here? What are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean it depends on who plays him? It's going to be Henry Cavill, right? Right? If he's going to show up, it's going to be Henry Cavill, right? This is very, like, it's very Marvel in a way where it, when the, when Marvel fans <laughs> yeah. hear Kevin Feige say anything, they dissect every sentence that he has said and try to make sense of it. And it's like, guys, this is, this is an actor who's just trying to lead this film so that he can make money off of it and you guys can enjoy it. You know, I like, think. I think, as much as I love The Rock, I love Dwayne Johnson, I think he put himself in this awkward position. Yeah. Because of his response to the Twitter user, to the fan. His response on Twitter kind of got everybody's eyebrows raised. And the The Rock, you know. The, the, and he the, did the eyebrows raised, too, like did in the Q&A. Yeah. I was and, like, damn. Okay, yeah, and he kind of got everybody listening, like, oh, okay, okay, why did he say that on Twitter? Mm. Because as soon as he responded, giving this little, ooh, maybe, maybe Superman will be in there. I don't know. I got you, man. I got you, buddy. 
him saying that automatically started getting people going, wait a minute, so what does this mean? So now you, you skip to Comic-Con, they talk about Black Adam, there's no mention of Superman, no mention of Henry Cavill, but no mention of Superman whatsoever. And then he got that question from the fan um, on stage and then he answered that he gave the answer he did. It's just it just confused a lot of people because he was making it seem like we were going to find out something, something was going to be revealed here that ultimately didn't end up getting revealed. And I think ultimately it's Dwayne Johnson's fault. He kind of led us along with the carrot. You At know? this point, he put himself in that position, you know? At this point, Henry Cavill has to be in the movie now, by the end, at least. Even as, like, a cameo at the very end. But what if he's he, not? What if, if Dwayne, he, well, what I'll if tell Dwayne you what's Johnson misspoke? If he misspoke, if he let us as the fan base believe that this character was going to be in the story, and he's not, people are going to turn on Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I don't Come want on, them to. Really? I, I, really, I don't think I, anybody can turn on Dwayne The Rock man, Johnson. Man, can you imagine if Kevin Feige put out Spider-Man No Way Home, and everybody's like, oh, Toby and Andrew are going to be in it. Toby and Andrew are going to be in it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kevin Feige hasn't confirmed that. Oh, boy, we're all still going to get excited about it. And then maybe he kind of gives a little hint here and there, and it's like, now it's official. Imagine if they weren't in the movie. Yeah. Like, you sit through this two-and-a-half-hour-long film, no Spider-Mans. Yeah. Just uh, Peter Parker, Tom yeah. Holland, that's it. We would murder t- Kevin Feige if, <laughs> for, like, setting well, us up. Well, hold on. Well, well, well. Uh, yeah, 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 take it easy. Multi- well, in a multiverse, he'd be there, but not, not, not you know, this. Uh, this let let the record show that none of us are planning to murder Kevin I mean, Feige. I love him, yeah. <laughs> for any law enforcement who might be listening to this to this episode. We love no. him with all our heart. Well, look, Dwayne Johnson... <laughs> Very good. Dwayne Johnson did lead people on, it seems, right? He and did, if, yes. If, if it weren't the case, if if Henry Cavill or Superman were not going to be involved in this movie at all, why not? Why why just not shut it down right then and there when he was when he was asked that question on Twitter? Why not just say, "Listen, guys, I know what you're thinking, but don't worry about it." Like you know, maybe in the future, but for this movie. There's not going to be any any appearance of, of Henry Cavill or Superman or anything like that. Why not just shut it down right then and there? Instead, he gives this answer, and it kind of makes us expect something. So why would he do that? Well, there's also the other thing we, we haven't talked about yet, which is the fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's manager is the same manager as Henry Cavill. Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ex-wife. And is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's ex-wife. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised... You know, if you look at Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his one of his biggest dreams right now is to fight Superman as Black oh, Adam. Oh yeah, he wants like, to, he wants it so badly. He's a wrestler too. So like do he, I. he knows what the fans want, and yeah. so he can only do so much before Warner Brothers decides to go okay or no. You know, so it's I'm, I I think right now it sounds like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's trying to have this fight or this struggle with you know with Warner Brothers trying to convince them to let their manager. And Henry Cavill worked their magic together to work with Warner right. Brothers and blah, 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 blah. It's just, it, it, yeah, it seems like it, it could be this little game. He's we're playing. trying to see right now if Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually has the power to make Warner Brothers reconsider right. having Henry Cavill back because we're running out of time here. Henry Cavill's only going to get so much older at this point. Like, he, at, yeah. gonna, we're going to get to a point where he's like, guys, I'm not fit to be this character anymore. Like, we someone else has to do it. We still haven't had a proper 
Superman sequel. Like you take that back. Oh wait, sequel. I thought you, oh, sequel. Sequel. Oh, I almost jumped down your throat if you were yeah. gonna say Man of Steel was a bad movie. No, I actually no, a, I actually like Man of Steel. I man, know a lot of man people of don't. So good. I actually I know a lot of people don't, but I actually really like that movie a lot. Um, but no, a sequel, proper That's sequel, yeah. where he's fully into his own, has fully come into his own as Superman, without any other characters there, without any Justice League, without any Batman, nothing like that. He, it's been so long, 2013, it's been almost 10 years oh since the God. last Superman solo film, since Man of Steel, almost 10 years, Kevin, and yeah. we still don't have a solo Superman sequel. That's nuts. What's going on? Yeah, so, the fact that yeah. Warner Brothers has sat around saying, no, no Superman film yet. Ten years? Yeah. Ten years and no Superman movie yet. That's Hopefully, incredible. David Zaslav is over there going, we got to fix this. What's going on here? Let's you know, get let's get this going. Why, uh, why has also, everybody been taking so long? To be fair also, I guess, you know, we you did have like five Superman movies, right? I think it was five from the 80s with uh, uh, Christopher, Reeve. Christopher Reeves. Yeah, uh, four. four. And they ended in the late 80s or early 90s or something like that. And then yeah, we now- had f- four with Christopher Reeve and then the Brandon Routh uh, one from 2005, Superman Returns. So we waited like m- more than 10 years after that b- before oh, yeah. he showed up to do his version of it. But then we waited six years. And so now the fact that we went from like over 10 plus years to six years to now another 10 plus years, it's like. Guys, what's going on? Like, this is supposed to be a huge IP. Like, Superman is an insanely popular character. Maybe the box office didn't prove worthy enough for Man of Steel when Warner Brothers put that out. But also, if we give it another chance, I'm pretty sure Henry Cavill has grown on a lot of fans. And we want to see him be Superman. We want to see the son of Krypton do his thing, fly around and get the power of the sun and, you know, (laughs) absorb his powers and become stronger. And then that, you know, like I want to see that stuff. I want to see him fight. Because we know he can. That's the thing. I I don't feel like Henry Cavill has been given the proper opportunity to be the, the Superman, the... The, the you know not the 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 Zack Snyder kind of doom and gloom version of Superman there's the version of Superman that we all know and love the the more optimistic one and and the thing is we know Henry Cavill can do that oh and yeah he hasn't been given the right opportunity to do so now here's the thing and and we're gonna move on pretty soon yeah to sorry our Marvel I know we've, section. we've sidetracked onto Superman but our thing here is is if Henry Cavill is in in Black Adam are we do you think they're going to set it up in a way where Black Adam, if he does fight him at the end of Black Adam, would he lose against Black Adam? Or would he win? Or, like, how do you think that would happen? Because they're also trying to set it up with Shazam, I'm sure, by the end of the second Shazam movie, where what if, again, this is crazy fan theory of yeah. expectations, so I'm, try- I'm don't get your hopes up for this, guys. But, like, what if uh, Superman decides to fight Black Adam at the end of his movie and he... You know, Black Adam uses magic to beat or capture Superman and then says, ah, now that he's out of the way, I don't have to worry about anybody. And then now Shazam has to go and rescue Superman in the next movie that he's in. Ooh, which would make sense because narratively, if we're going to follow the trajectory trajectory of Shazam's arc, 
in the new trailer for Fury of the Gods, one of the things, one of the story points is that Shazam is kind of having this existential crisis about trying to figure out where he fits into all the world of all these superheroes. He he compares himself to the likes of Batman, Aquaman, and, and The Flash, and saying, you know, I'm not really as cool as those other guys, and, you know, those guys, there's already a guy with a red costume and a, and a lightning bolt. Batman, he's just super cool. Uh, Aquaman, he's so, like, he's so manly and really cool looking. I don't know, where do I fit? And how great is how great would it be to follow this trajectory of, of this character arc and finally giving him, him an opportunity? Oh, Superman's been been taken. I have uh, to be a hero now. Here's my chance to prove myself and prove that I fit here in this world with all these other superheroes. That's that's Heck that's yeah. great. That gives oh, man. I'm getting hyped about it. <laughs> I'm getting hyped, but I'm my expectations are getting up there. And I'm like, oh, I gotta push them down, yeah, dude. It's the constant struggle that we as we fans always have. Check. I know, I got it. But, but I, Kat- I think it would be cool. It'd be really, really sweet if they did something like that. But, you know, again, because everything's up in the air about whether or not Henry Cavill will be back, I'm sure they've had to rethink that type of storyline. Maybe that's not going to be the case. If they do bring him back, maybe he'd show up at the end of Shazam 2. Like, you know, it's also interesting to me that Shazam 2, I believe they had filmed and finished filming before Black Adam, but here mm. we are watching Black Adam come out first and then Shazam. So wonder- it tells me that there's a reason why Shazam has to come out bef- after Black Adam. Mm. You think so, so? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because <laughs> you need some sort of medical medical degree to uh, to, yeah, to, be point, able to, figure, to be able to figure this out. Someone's got to treat the DC universe right. Uh, I don't know. It's not, Kevin, it's... but Kevin, uh, yeah. we're gonna have to. We're gonna have Kevin. It's time for us to talk about everything else that happened in the Warner Brothers panel, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got like three thousand more things to talk about, right, oh, guys? Oh, wait a minute! No, that's it. That's everything. Yeah, that never was mind. Shazam and Black Adam. That was it. That, it was all very sad. That, that's all we got, guys. No, no more, no more DC news. That was so. It was yeah. It was really just Shazam and Black Adam, and I don't know. Something kind of felt in me. Something in me felt kind of. I felt a little disappointed uh, right i don't know yeah. what, do you, what do you think about the, all this kevin it was I just those two films it's interesting that it it makes sense that they only had two movies to talk about instead of three at least because yeah. we've all heard about what's been going on with ezra miller i mean and, yes they you know, and all the flash news has been happening they've been avoiding pushing it out so it makes sense but it's just such a damn shame it and was, then yeah it, it was a hard situation. It was a damned if they do, damned if they don't situation because really they decide, which we're speculating that because of the whole Flash, uh, the, the, all the, the, the controversy surrounding uh, Ezra Miller right now, that that's probably the reason why DC decided not to show anything beyond 2022. Right. Mm. They, they they just decided just to simplify it so we don't have to talk about the flash. Let's just not talk about anything beyond Shazam too. Right. right. That way we could we don't have to worry about it. Um which sucks because that means all they have are just these two films to talk about. So it kind of leaves you wanting, um, as far as coming out of that Warner Brothers panel, you know, it was kind of a kind of a letdown in that sense, is that that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think it's But I get why they did it, you know. It's that kind of thing where it's like 
they could only have done so much for us. You know, they could have only given us so much because they they're still in the process of finishing a ton of other stuff. That right. being said, I mean, they've I mean, they've been canceling a ton of CW shows. They've been canceling, canceling, canceling to the point where a lot of DC fans are like, "Okay, so what's what do you guys have left?" And this is what we have left right now currently. Mm. And there's nothing we can do about it because, I mean, we all, we all have to remember that uh, DC is DC or Warner Brothers has just been in the middle of this whole switch up between AT&T owning it and now Discovery owns it. So now right. Warner Brothers is called Warner Brothers Discovery. And now that they're the new owners, now we got to like start, you know, hacking and slashing all these old things and getting rid of them so we can move on. We still right. got Aquaman 2 to look forward to, so that's another thing we right. got. Right, Possibly Wonder Woman 3, you know? we not, That's not really official, but it's something that's an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we still, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. They, I'm surprised they didn't Bat talk Woman. about that. Or Batwoman, yeah. Mm. Like, there, there's so many or things Bat, they no, could Bat, have talked Bat about. Batgirl. Wait, which is, the, which is the show and which is the movie? Uh, I, think, I think it's Batgirl, actually. Yeah, Batgirl. Batgirl is the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I th- I think it it it's interesting that they chose to only speak about these two current projects and it makes me kind of question how far in they really are with production with these other projects. Whereas you look at Kevin Feige and Kevin Feige literally announces almost everything he's doing in the next 3 to 5 years, which mm-hmm. is great cuz like he he's got a plan and even if they're not in production yet, he at least mentions it. Well, I I think I think it's what what I was saying is if there was no controversy going on with Ezra Miller, I think this Comic Con panel would have been Black Adam, Shazam, The Flash. We probably would have seen something about Aquaman two, uh, maybe something about Wonder Woman three, maybe something from Blue Beetle. I think this would have been a, a much more crammed, um, jam packed panel. But mm. I think because of all this stuff with the Flash, they just found it easier to say, you know what, we're not even going to talk about because we're not even going to talk about anything beyond 2022, just so that they didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. So I think if 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 it weren't for all this stuff going on with Ezra Miller, I think we would have had we would have heard we would have heard a lot about the Flash because they did the they did the sizzle reel or whatever at DC Fandom last year, showing a whole bunch of stuff from the Flash movie. So we know, you know. They're, they've got a lot that they could show. They're just choosing not to show it because they want to avoid this whole controversy. They want to wait till all this stuff dies down. So I, I'm. That's why we got just these two movies. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you know the other the bummer about that though also is, you know, Marvel just inter- introduced us to so many new things which we're about to talk about right now. But oh, yeah. you know they also have D23 where they can talk about more stuff during yep. that time. Warner Brothers doesn't have that. This could have changed the way that we look at DC for a long time, but instead right. we kind of get a little bummed out because right. now we look at Marvel, and Marvel's got some crazy stuff going on, man. Yeah, buddy. If we can start it off. Hold on Let's a second. Let's get it. I'm about Here to go. play some music for you guys. Hold up a second. It's coming. It's coming. Hold on a second. Let's go. What are we doing? Here we go. So, you guys, <laughs> Avengers, we got our new titles coming out. This is everything yeah, that Kevin Feige announced for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, baby. This is the this is what you've been waiting for, guys. The Marvel Hall H panel, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. We got secret invasions for Disney Plus. 
We got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, amigos. We got Echo, Disney Plus TV show. We got the Marvels. We got Loki Season 2, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Darkness, or Chaos, or whatever you need it to call it. Captain America, New World Order, baby. Daredevil, Born Again, Thunderbolts, She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Secret Invasion presentation, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania <laughs> presentation. Okay, those are all just the movies. But even better, Fantastic Four, yeah! Avengers, the yeah! Kang Dynasty, and Avengers, Secret Wars! <laughs> and Black Panther, Black Panther Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, oh. man. Ba, Listen. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> All right, oh, I love I I love Ooh. the Avengers theme. That is that is the buildup we needed today. Holy <laughs> sh- Listen, Kevin, I watched this was the only Comic-Con panel that after I came home cuz I flew I flew home from the East Coast on Sunday night or or Saturday Saturday night I flew home. Sunday morning, this is the only panel I watched on YouTube was the full Marvel Hall H panel. Of course, Ooh. you know, they cut out all the all this exclusive footage, but I didn't watch any other panel. This is the one I watched. This panel was only an hour long. It was only an hour. Only an hour. All this shit that they announced that we just read off was all within this one hour chunk. And what a glorious hour it was. Oh, my God. This was a jam-packed panel. And, you know, what else can you expect from a Marvel Comic-Con Hall H panel? There's a lot more that I wish they had talked about, but I think they're gonna save that for something else later on this le- later on this year. But holy shit, we got some re- really cool stuff, didn't we, Kev? Yeah, we. I think they're well, my words. Ah, I'm just so like I'm full of energy just from that. Right, I, just that you, I just threw yeah, it no. to you without pri- priming you. Phase six. They they announced phase five and six. Six. They only gave us three titles. They teased us six they out teased- of like the bunch that they could have put in. They, yes. Like you, our brains as fanboys are looking at this list of Phase Six, and we're already like, okay, they could have Deadpool three, they could have X Men, <laughs> this, they could have that. Well, let's could- okay, let's let's really quick. I'd like to let's just run through what they did. So they they teased us Phase Five, right? The Phase Five slate, and of course, a lot of this we already know, but there's mm. some some new information that comes with it. So here's here's what they ran down. Kevin Feige went, he teased, uh, or he gave us the Phase Five slate. And basically, actually, this was this was noteworthy. Basically, said Black Panther: Wakanda Forever will be the end of Phase Four. So here we go. Now we have the end of Phase Four is in sight, and we know now that that is Wakanda Forever. That is the end of Phase Four. Everything, everything after that, we start with Phase Five now. So we're talking Phase Five. Here we go. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania will be the first Marvel property that comes out in Phase Five. That comes out February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Secret Invasion, Spring 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 2023, Echo, Summer 2023, The Marvels, July 28th, 2022, Loki Season 2, which we had no idea when that was coming out, but we know it's filming right now. They've they revealed it's coming out Summer 2023. Here we go. Next thing on the docket, Blade. We now have a release date for Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Kevin Feige said that they were they're going to start filming that in October, right? They're going to start filming Blade this October. I think so. Okay, so now we have our date, November third, twenty twenty three. Ironheart, which didn't have any uh, release date attached to it, now uh, is going to be fall twenty twenty three. So we know that's coming out. Agatha, 
not House of Harkness. This is some new information here, which is curious. I wonder why they changed it. It's now called Agatha Coven of Chaos, which will be coming out uh, the winter 2023-2024. So that's an interesting thing that they changed the title there. Perhaps chaos is for chaos magic? Ooh, there you go. There, yes. yeah. there you go. That, yeah, it's an interesting title change. So, And then finally we got, we always knew it was coming. They always talked about Captain America 4 with Sam Wilson. Um, here it is. Captain New America, World New Order. World Order, May 3rd, 2024. And then, guys, I, this is the thing out of this whole slate I was so freaking excited about when he said it. Daredevil, Born Again, Spring 2024. This Hell is yeah. the Daredevil TV show coming out on Disney+. Plus. Born Again. Yeah. So freaking excited for that. And then he ended uh, Phase 5 with Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts movie will be the end of Phase 5, coming out July 26, 2024. This is all, you know, a lot of it we already knew. Some of it is 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 new information. Um, the thing I'm most excited about, of course, is Daredevil Born Again. I cannot wait to see what they do with this show. I really love the title. It's very smart. I mean, it's a, it's a Born Again, of course, that is... That is a storyline from the comics. And, of course, it also uh, alludes to uh, Matt Murdock being a devout uh, Catholic. So there's the born-again kind of... And then also, Daredevil is... It's meta in that way. The Daredevil will be born again, but this time in the MCU. It's a new, it's a new, a new birth for for Daredevil. Very um, similar to very similar to Spider Man Homecoming when it was like he's yeah. he's in the MCU now. Guys, you know it's our homecoming. I like that they're kind of able to work these little kind of meta these these subtitles that kind of work on multiple levels. Um, I think that's pretty clever. It goes um, to show you that like Kevin Feige just he knows how to connect with the audience. He knows how to connect right. with their fans because it's like yeah th this is what people wanted they wanted mm -hmm. daredevil to come back but they didn't want just any daredevil they wanted charlie cox's daredevil charlie cox and here he is another thing we didn't note though was that she hulk is also part of phase five yeah, that's um, right yes she hulk comes out i think in august right uh august 10th i believe or eh, august yes right that's that. right around the corner august uh yeah august 10th i think which i think is the same time where groot comes out the i am groot shorts come out um but so she hulk is gonna introduce us to more of Daredevil, and so you're right. gonna see you're gonna you're not gonna only see Daredevil in his own show. You're gonna see him first in She-Hulk. Then you're August, also gonna August seventeenth. Sorry, August seventeenth. You're gonna see him in in She-Hulk. You're also gonna see him in the the Spider-Man Freshman Year, which I don't think counts, but that's okay. Charlie Cox <laughs> is gonna be in it, so that's gotta count for something, you know. Echo. We're gonna I mean, see him in setting, Echo. They're 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 really leaning into Charlie Cox Daredevil now. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going 100% at it. Like, we want to use this actor as much as we can. Um, I think Charlie Cox is in his 40s now, so we got to get the best out of this dude while we still can. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm all for it because I think Daredevil is a character that we've all wanted. And now that we finally have him, all this buildup to introduce him as a character will have been so worth it. It's going to have a huge payoff once we see his 18-episode series. 18 is, episodes! 18 that episodes. That is so freaking cool. It's never episodes. happened. It's never happened for the MCU for these yeah. TV shows on Disney+. Plus. I think the most has been nine episodes for WandaVision, maybe? Um, yeah, that's the most. Yeah. Nine so episodes. now we're doing twice that. So I'm all for it, mainly Ugh. because, you know, if you, if you guys are fans of the Daredevil series on Netflix, they it was like, what, 25 episodes per season or something like that? So no, they were... no, no, it was. No, it was like... Uh... 
It was, like, like, 10, 10, it was like 10, 13 episodes somewhere 13 episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Let, Well, we had, uh, I think it was like three or four seasons of Daredevil, right? Three, yeah. Three, three seasons? And then we had a season of Defenders. They gave us so much Daredevil that, like, we can't just have a new Daredevil series and then do six episodes. Come on, guys. We want more. <laughs> we want more of Daredevil. And that's exactly what Kevin Feige greenlit and was like, 18, let's do it. 18 I'm episodes. So for it. Let's and really sink our teeth into into Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Let's I think it. it that also the the idea that it's going to be 18 episodes being the first time they're doing this, this is going to be like the test. This is going to be the 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 sample that everybody else is going to use for future MCU projects for television show, uh, yeah. shows of whether it's worth doing more than 9 episodes max. I hope um, so. At least at least more than 6. Like like you 6 you is you not do, enough. You do have leeway to do a filler episode here and there or something, I'm sure, but hopefully it'll be like a nicely packed 18-episode show that yeah. every episode's going to be worth it, and it's going to push the story forward, and it's going to make it entertaining and fun for all of us as fans. I personally don't have 100% of expectations of what is to come because, I'll be honest, I never actually watched the original Daredevil all the way through so I'm still watching you it. Like better I better finish it. Don't brother. worry, I will. I I will. But I, you I know, don't know why I went into Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We're channeling Hulk Hogan today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I think you know I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see what Daredevil: Born Again comes out to be like. Yeah. The fact that it comes out in 2024, it's crazy to me that like we we're hearing all these titles that are coming out in 2024, possibly 2025. It's the very. It's near the very end of. It's Phase still five. 2022. Like we're we're about to hit 2023 yeah. in six months, but it's like, I still feel like it's so far away. You know, the more yeah. I think about it, it, it does feel far away. Yeah. When we heard about these shows during Comic Con, our minds exploded and we're all excited with euphoria. You know, uh, but then it kind of does set in that it's like, well, these won't come out for a long while, so right. we still got time to like let it sit. You know, and just and have those be- expectations of what it's gonna be. And check this check this out. They're going to be teasing us with a lot of Daredevil leading up to the show because I mean, okay, so we got She-Hulk and of course, you know, they did a little mini presentation for She-Hulk Attorney at Law. They showed a new trailer which looks so cool. I mean, if you know, it's it, it, it looks like it's going to be just so funny and delightful and and uh, I'm loving this kind of uh this kind of law sitcom-y kind of thing they got going on. Maybe some breaking of the fourth wall it looks like. Um it just looks it just looks like it's gonna be a delight to watch. Also, the and, um, the CGI, like I think it's great. I, I remember when the first trailer for She Hulk came out, everybody was they like, fixed... "Oh, it looks bad." Yeah, they, like, and I never, I never pay attention to stuff like that because it's like it's a trailer. Like there's still time before the actual thing comes out. Like they're gonna fin, they're gonna make the effects look better, guys. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. like I, th- I think also it's like now that this new, the latest trailer came out for it. Like, listen, I'm. Sh- they updated it. I know they updated mm. it. It looks a little bit different than what the original trailer came out to look like. And at this point, it's like, if you don't like it, then just get over it. You know, like, it's it's not about the CGI, you guys. It's about the, you know, the characters and the storyline, um, which we're actually going to talk a lot about, you know, the uh, CGI and VFX yes. and how people are complaining episode. about it. Yeah, in our monthly episode. So yeah. stay tuned for yeah, that. Yeah, look out for that coming at the beginning of August um, because that is a topic we will for sure talk about. Yeah, but, it should be called the July 2022 episode. So yeah, look out yeah. for that one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so okay, so here's here's the deal. So um, in the trailer uh, at the very end, we got a little tease of a guy jumping over and flipping, flipping over, doing a somersault flip over, uh, over She Hulk. 
and spinning around and you only see him from like the waist down and it's a, a guy with a black suit and he's got like batons. Clearly it's like clearly it's like the Daredevil black red and black suit. And he's got the Daredevil batons. It's Daredevil. Oh. We don't see his face. But wait, Raul. But they did, tease Daredevil. What? Did, what, did you know that? Did I miss it, something? It, yeah, you did. It's, what did I it's miss? actually the red and yellow suit from the original, original really? Daredevil suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, I, I got to look at that again. I thought it was the red and black suit. No, I, I thought so too when I first saw the trailer. And then I, I started Ooh. watching other people who were doing analysis videos on it. And they're, they're like slow framing everything. And you can see that it's the yellow and red suit, which is the Holy original shit. Daredevil suit from the comics. I got to like, look at that again. That was like the suit before the suit, you guys. And so that was the original. Yeah, that was the original suit. I'm um, not sure how the colors are going to work on screen for that because I feel like yellow and red kind of look a little weird on camera. But that, I mean, I don't know. That's just my I mean, She Hulk is green and there's, that, like, you too. know, I mean, yeah. we're playing with, we're playing with crazy colors. Yeah. Uh, Titania, right? Who, that's, who's the villain? Titania uh, looks cool. She's got, she's got crazy colors going on. There's a lot of, there's a lot of playing with colors. Yeah. On the yeah. Show, so I'm not worried about it. But to, to my point is, we're going to be teasing Daredevil a lot. So we got Daredevil. It looks like Daredevil is going to be showing up in She Hulk a little bit, which makes sense. Because Matt Murdock and uh, uh, Jennifer Walters, they have this uh, romantic relationship in the comics, so it looks like they might uh, work that in here. We're going to be getting more Daredevil and Echo. In fact, we're going to get Daredevil and D'Onofrio's Kingpin showing up again in Echo. So they're sprinkling in a lot of Daredevil before we finally get to his show uh, at the end of Phase 5 here. By the time it comes out, we're going to be like, we love him so much. Here we go. Let's support him. I think I think I've talked to you about this before where like it'd be so cool to see the interaction between like Daredevil and Moon Knight where Moon Knight starts switching mm. personalities and stuff. Like I'd love to see like Daredevil just be confused like wait, am I talking to just one guy right now? Am I talking to two people? Like what's going on right now? He's just, you know, he's <laughs> what the dead. You can't, you can't tell. That would he's... be interesting. Um but yeah, I mean anything else on this phase 5 slate that that stands out to you or any kind um, of yeah, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum 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 Quantumania. Um, I think it's interesting that they've talked about how we're going to see Kang the Conqueror in this movie yep. and I, I can't wait to see it because Peyton Reed as much as I've I've enjoyed Ant-Man 1 and 2, they've also been like some of the lowest rated in my opinion of all mm. the Marvel movies and I just I just want to see some Ant-Man movie that's just I don't know. I want it to get me more excited. And I wonder if yeah. Kevin Feige and trusting Peyton Reed to introduce us to Kang the Conqueror will have that impact. You know, it's. I, I hope it'll get me pumped. I hope the movie will be really fun to watch. Um, and, but also, I, I guess they announced that MODOK is going to be in the movie as well. Yeah, MODOK apparently is going to be in it, which is interesting. Um, There's a lot of rumors about Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, with, you know, this this current movie that's coming out saying things about, like, like, oh, this is how we're going to see the Fantastic Four for the first time, like, by the mm. end. But I'm like, eh, let's temper those expectations because I feel a like, lot. We're, yeah, yeah, we're already introducing Kang and then MODOK. So, like, I, right. I want to take time to learn about these two people more before I get to see other characters. Um, and also, I think the this movie's supposed to be about, you know, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and then, you know, Cassie, Aunt, Aunt Cassie uh, who's going to be an Ant-Man Jr., I guess. Um, I, I, one more thing before we move on. I will say there are some interesting omissions here um, in Phase 5. There's really in Phase 5 and S- Phase 6, none of this stuff shows Armor Wars. None of this, I'm not seeing Werewolf by Night here. I'm not seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I think it's an interesting oh. thing to note that none of those three things are included anywhere in here. 
And uh, I don't know. Is that what does that mean? Is it still coming? Or I, I'd like to think maybe it is coming, but because these are kind of, well, I don't know about Armor Wars, but Werewolf by Night and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, they're they're specials. The Werewolf by Night is going to be a uh, Halloween, right? Yeah, Halloween special. I I think the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special is definitely coming out this Christmas because if the movie right. is if they're saying it's coming out May fifth, twenty twenty three. Like, we only got one Christmas before that date happened, so... Yeah, I think it's interesting, though, that they just didn't mention it. I don't Werewolf know. They... by Night, I've never heard of. What What is that? Werewolf by Night is, um, it's it's going to be a Halloween special, and it's going to introduce Werewolf by Night, um, and hopefully, uh, maybe that'll kind of lead into where we find Blade, how Blade comes into the picture. But that's is, basically... Is it literally a character called Werewolf by Night? Yeah, that's the character. Hold on. Uh... What a strange name. <laughs> Yeah, it's just we're... like Moon Girl. <laughs> oh man! Oh, whoa, yeah. that kind of correlates, huh? Moon it's Girl a... and Werewolf. Man, that's funny. Yeah, it's the okay. An upcoming American web television special that is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Werewolf by Night. Uh, Going to be directed by Michael Giacchino of all people. Hmm? Uh, the composer, Michael Giacchino, he's he's directed a couple things before, but he's going to direct this special, which will come out on Disney Plus in October 2022. That's so, cool. Yeah, uh, that uh, they announced that a while ago, but there was no, they didn't reiterate that here. So, yeah, just those, th- and then again, Armor Wars. Where is Armor Wars? Yeah, I, I feel like they, they've got to still be working on that, though. But I, yeah. I, for the life of me, can't understand what story they would want to come up with, which is actually kind of the same way I feel about the Echo series. Like, I I remember watching Echo yeah, or the character Echo, and I was just like, I, I don't know if she's, like, that compelling to me that I'd want to see her do her own thing. Same. Um, but we'll see. I mean, introduce Daredevil and, and Wilson Fisk again. Like, at least we'll have something like that, you know. But I, I, I hope they don't take over the spotlight because of who they are as characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But also, I think one last thing from Phase 4, unless you – I don't know if you want to talk about Black Panther right now or if you want to wait – Wait I think we end, need to say that. I think we need to talk the about the get to All the right. very end. Well, let's move on to, to phase six then. Um, yes. Bro, what do you think of phase six so Dude, far? Okay, so this was so much fun. So so I wasn't expecting this, right? They they went through the phase, phase five slate, and then they had some mini presentations about She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, whatnot, Guardians of the Galaxy. Then Kevin Feige's like, all right, you know, we've taken a look at what's coming up in Phase 5, but how what, How about we take a look a bit further into the future, into Phase 6? Everybody's like, everybody's like, what the hell? Oh, my God, Phase 6? He brings up this huge, like, timeline with all these dates up on the screen. Boop, 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 all these little Just dates. Just to mess with us. Yeah, he's like, I won't get into too much of the details of everything that's going to be coming up in, in Phase 6, but I will tell you how Phase 6 is going to start. Phase 6 will kick off with Fantastic Four on November 8th, 2024. And everybody goes, Oh my God, It's going to be amazing! Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like that, but times a thousand. Times and then, a thousand. And then he goes, yeah, and then he says, I'm not going to bother you with all the details of all this other stuff, but I will tell you how Phase 6 ends. And it's going to end with these two movies. And then on the screen comes Avengers, Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. And then Avengers, Secret Wars, November 7th, 2025. (laughs) You're messing. You're messing. I'm in my serious serious epic mode, man. Don't break my character. You're right. Get that gun out of my face. Get that gun out of my face. (laughs) Uh, Dude. 
so this is so he he teased how phase six begins and how phase six ends it is all culminating in what now is being dubbed he, the, these next three phases phase four five and six is now known as the multiverse saga right multiverse First three phases, the Infinity Saga. The next three phases, the Multiverse Saga. And it will end, culminate with Secret Wars. Mm. So we got the Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars after that. Um, I mean, we kind of expected, right? This is where all this was going, right? We knew all the introduction of this Multiverse stuff. It was headed somewhere. Everybody was speculating, hmm, could it be Secret Wars? Maybe, maybe not. Well, now it's clear. We're heading towards Secret Wars. We're heading towards the Kang Dynasty first, and then that will culminate in Secret Wars. So I do find that interesting that we're getting the Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars after that, which which leads me to believe that maybe Kang is not the ultimate big bad of this uh, mm. next saga coming up. I, I don't. Uh, he may I, be a huge threat, but it's like after Kang Dynasty. I mean, are we going to see more Kang in Secret Wars? I guess we could. I, I mean, will say this. doesn't Ke- necessarily mean anything. Kevin Feige, was, he did just have an interview like right after uh, that panel where he told one of the interviewers, uh, Kang is the next Thanos. All right. Well, then I'm wrong. But, but, Kang, yeah. but he, he's, a diff- he's completely different than Thanos. Like Thanos is this big purple brute that's very smart and intelligent. But Kang is just, he's going to approach things in such a different way. Like, he, he made sure. it clear that, like, that Kang is definitely going to be the main villain for these next six uh, parts. So I'm, I'm all like, for it. Okay, like, hey, let's do it. I'm all for it. I just wasn't sure. I'd like, why why don't you end on the Kang dynasty? You know what? You know I'll, what I mean? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. I'll, I know exactly yeah. why they're doing this. Yeah. Avengers Kang dynasty goes right into Avengers Secret Wars. Because I right. think like I think Infinity Kang, War and Endgame, yeah, Kang probably throws a group of Avengers into the Secret War storyline and says, "Ah, you're in my world now, people." <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm speculating, but like, no, I mean, you could I wouldn't be, totally, be surprised. Uh, yeah, you could be totally right. Yeah, I just I just thought it was interesting that that's, yeah, yeah. Plus that, the that... the fact that the Kang Dynasty they they're saying it comes out May second of 2025. Mm-hmm. Avengers Secret Wars comes out November seventh, 2025. Right. Yep literally months apart there it's not even a whole year like yeah, that's six months incredible like that that's how you know it's like it goes right into it or theory number two could mm-hmm. be that both avengers movies are different avengers like each movie has different groups mm. of avengers and those avengers go through their own journeys and do whatever they need to do interesting but kang is involved in both and somehow wins or lose. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how they're going to do it, Could but... Be. I mean, that's kind of what we got with Infinity War and Endgame, right? Infinity War, we saw some of the Avengers, but not all of them. And in Endgame, we saw all the rest of them. Right? Yeah. It was kind of, more or less. Yeah, um, it was something like that. Uh, which actually kind of makes sense, because if you think about it, like, there's a lot of Avengers right now. Oh my like, god, there's so there's many There's so many characters being introduced and yeah. getting their own shows right now, that it's kind of... I, I don't know how they're going to do that and also introduce... Like, my brain's exploding just thinking about this. <laughs> How are they going to introduce all these characters in one Avengers movie and just do, like, I think there's over, like, 16 at this point, maybe 30 or 40. I don't even know what the numbers are. Well, that's are. why you do a two-parter. That's why you do this yeah. event, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, the same, same way they did with uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Means. Now, I, I wonder, though, if Secret Wars is going to be, like, a three-and-a-half-hour-long movie. Because I don't, I don't know if you listeners have ever read the Secret Wars comics, but 
the story's long. Like it's it is dense. It's very dense. There's a lot going dense. on. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they were like surprise phase seven, Secret Wars part two. You know, like <laughs> that God, would be not. that'd be insane. But phase also seven there, needs to start. We need to. It needs to. It needs to go somewhere else after that. But before you get to Secret Wars, you do need to introduce us to Doctor Doom, uh, because Doctor Doom has a huge role in Secret Wars. Um, him why. and like a crap ton of mutants and like a you know. There's so many characters that we okay. still haven't met yet, and so we're getting there. So, okay, you mentioned mutants, and you met, okay, so of course, Doctor Doom is very pivotal to Secret Wars. That's, of course, it makes sense. So we're starting Phase 6 with Fantastic Four. Let's talk about those other dates that they didn't, they didn't really touch on. So here's the thing. I was hoping, I was hoping we might get some more mutant stuff from this panel. I was hoping we might get some Deadpool stuff. I was hoping we might... Get all you know some 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 just general mutant stuff. Mm. We come out of the panel that didn't really happen. They didn't really touch on that, but there is a big chunk of Phase Six that they have not announced with all these little dates. And then I remembered something. Oh yeah, D twenty three is coming up in a few months. Mm-hmm. There are still some announcements to be made that they're probably holding. They're saving you know for later on. So and I think D twenty three is on September second. I think. I think that's yeah. I think you're. I think you're right, right there. That yeah. sounds about right. D twenty three. So I'm guessing that maybe some of those dates will get filled in in D twenty three. They'll probably announce some of those dates, and I'm hoping then they'll announce mutants, whatever they end up doing with mutants, be it an X Men movie or what, and Deadpool three. Hopefully, we'll see something with Deadpool. At, at least Ryan Reynolds taking the stage or something. Maybe Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman taking the stage together. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. Who knows? that would be that'd be fun. But yeah, I'm hoping that we might get I, I feel like there's a lot of that stuff in phase six that maybe some of that we might get in D23. Um, also, I, I, I did just look up the dates for D23. We're looking at September 9th, uh, 10th and I think 11th. OK, so, 9th, 10th, yeah. and 11th. so we've got that to look forward to. But anyway, regardless, this was still a whole crap ton of information, a lot of new stuff that we uh, that we saw and geeked out about. Kevin, what what do you have any feelings on Phase Six? Any of this stuff here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I I think I feel bad for Warner Brothers because they got overshadowed so freaking hard. I feel like that was Marvel trying to be humble and kind to Warner Brothers, saying, "Listen, <laughs> we know we've got a lot already, and we're already making you look bad, but we don't want to completely destroy you. So, like, well, well, we're gonna really." Save- this stuff for later, you know? We got well, another thing. Well, really, I think that's just Marvel going, we're not going to give it all to you right now. We've got <laughs> another event coming later on this year. We're going to save that for, I mean, we got to yeah. keep, you got to, we got to keep you guys coming back, man. I mean, you know. And it's give, working. Give, give, give it's you a little working. bit here, a little bit there. Oh, wait, that's not all of it. You're going to have to come back later on, you know? Did you know that uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, apparently after the the, the Hall H panel for Marvel, uh, when you went outside, there was a Deadpool chimichanga truck outside that where they were giving away free chimichangas because they were also advertising the fact that Deadpool 1 and 2 and Logan right. were on Disney Plus and so that they were was, like yeah yeah that Which, was one of that, the reasons yeah that messed with us so hard that was one of the reasons why I thought they might announce something with Deadpool because they too. happened to drop Deadpool 1 and 2 the day before this Marvel panel and me personally I was going interesting you can bet your dollar that I definitely watched Deadpool 2 when I saw that the announcement was made already. Like I, yeah. 
I watched it the same Friday. Like, I, I watched oh, Deadpool really? 2. I cracked up so hard because it's been a while since I've seen the movie. It's and great. I, I forgot how hilarious it is. And, like, I, I love Deadpool. Like, I adore the movies. So I wasn't surprised that I was going to laugh, but there were jokes that I completely had forgotten about. And I yeah. just relived the joy of watching these movies again. Um, so guys, if you if you get the chance, go on Disney Plus, check out Deadpool one, two, and Logan, or do Logan, yeah. Deadpool, then Logan, then Deadpool two, because Deadpool two makes a lot of references to Logan. That's um, right, yeah. So F Wolverine. All right, <laughs> I see what you're gonna do here. But uh, hey guys, last but not least, here we go. We had the most emotional trailer on the goddamn planet for uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. They, man, I, if you haven't seen the trailer, as soon as this episode's done, you guys need to watch this trailer. It, I, I think, I don't think I've ever seen a trailer that's brought tears to my eyes the way that this one did. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm a tough sell for these types of things. Like, I don't really get too emotional when it comes to trailers like this. I'm an emotional guy, but not for trailers. Um, <laughs> but this, this trailer was just like an homage love letter to Chadwick Boseman saying, Hey guys, we know he's not here anymore, but he's with us in spirit, and you can see it with all these cast members and all these characters and these this story that wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for Chadwick Boseman and everything he did for us in our previous films. So I probably must have replayed that trailer like three to seven, ten times at this point. Um, I think it's up to like 16 million views right now on YouTube. Wow. It's incredible. I, I'm dying to see this movie. Um, like, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with it, and I was really nervous about Black Panther. Um, but yeah, this trailer, it sold me. Instantly sold me. I, I don't even, I don't need to see any more trailers. I just saw this one, and I'm like, I'm in. That this... You got me. What, what about you, Raul? What did you think? Dude, okay, so first of all, the panel... Did you did you have a chance? Did you watch any of the panel, Devin? Any of I, the? I yes, with Ryan yeah, Coogler. Because that music, mm. those just the just the little intro with the drums was making me kind of get a little emotional. And then everybody coming up on stage and and chanting and and the music and all it was so beautiful. And then Ryan Coogler comes out and he brings the cast out, um, and everybody starts talking about you know this movie and how emotional it was. Doing this without Chadwick Boseman and um, just hearing them talk about how it was such a labor of love, and I'm, it's hard. I'm hard. It's, I'm actually having a hard time getting through talking about this without getting a little choked up because it was just so beautiful. Them talking about how this movie was such a labor of love, um, and everybody you could tell everybody there brought 100% into it. They they were all they were all committed to this movie to get it made. Um, yeah. They even had like a group huddle after everything was, it was done. After like, the trailer, yeah, everybody was teary-eyed and, and there was like a little group hug, everybody. And they brought out, yeah, they brought out a lot of the returning cast members. And then they brought out new uh, cast members, um, including the ones who will be playing Namora, Atuma, and Aquaman. Namor himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Namor, yeah. <laughs> Aquaman, yeah. Well, actually, um, Namor, did you know Namor was actually the first? Like, he was before oh, yeah. Aquaman. Namor so, like, has his origins way back in the 30s. So, really, way Aquaman back. is a cheater, just a yeah, copycat. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's a ripoff, yeah. I, I no, gotta but... say, I adore what they've done with Namor just based off the trailer, where they, they went through, like, a... 
they had a more Mayan approach to it. Aztec, which I Aztec. Was, or Aztec. 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 Man, it was incredible. I think the, the actor himself is also Mexican, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. most of the cast members from that tribe or that group of people in the movie are uh, from Latino uh, heritage, yes. which I think is incredible. I, it looks awesome. My God, the man is built like a tank. As Namor coming out of the water, you see his back. Oh, you just see his just muscular like, back. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy looks enormous. And I'm just, all I can think is like th- this is a great plot line. Like I I already understand a bit of what's going on in this story. Like okay, so you know the king of Wakanda passed away. How does this change the country? How does this affect the mm. way other countries view it? Are there third world countries that also get in contact with this? How does the American government interact with Wakanda right. after everything that's been happening? Namor is just like, like I guess in the comics he's been known to have a lot of hatred towards the Wakandans, and uh, he's been known in the comics to sink a lot of Wakanda and you know yeah. take it over. Um, so he definitely has a, a. He's been portrayed as an anti-hero too, just like kind of good. You know, he's been in the Illuminati, he's been in the Avengers, he's been involved with the X Men. I mean, he's been kind of all over, dipping his. Dipping his toe in all the different waters. Ha ha, there you go. I didn't <laughs> I didn't mean to make a pun until like halfway through I was saying yeah. yeah. I didn't make it go. I didn't mean to make a pun and then halfway through saying it, I was like, all right, let's lean into this. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean he's kind of been all over the place, but uh it's really cool to see him finally show up here. I just love I still man, like I, I love just the concept of what does this country of Wakandans like what do these people th- these characters do? In this situation where their king's gone, you know, like how do they step up and rise above so that they can be the next part of the story? Like, who's gonna be the next Black Panther? In the trailer, we saw that the claw was coming out. You know, somebody was dressed yeah. as Black Panther with some gold shells on, you know, gold, uh, uh, what's it called, nails and stuff like that, and armor. It looked really the claws, cool. Yeah, the, the claws. claws. My yeah. God, I, I'm not a cat person, clearly, but uh, <laughs> like it's, it's. It's pretty cool, and the Who whole time is again under the mask. Who I've is watched the next this Black trailer. Panther? I must have watched this trailer ten to fifteen times, and every time I'd watched it towards the end, I'd be pausing to look who's, at everybody's. Who, whose butt physique. is that? Whose butt yeah, is that? I was like, okay, let me that, take a look at this butt. Whose butt is that? Like, is that Lupita Nyong'o's booty? Because, uh, <laughs> but it's cool because the whole trailer shows us everybody's full body shots and so i'm over here like comparing bodies to the black panther suit and i'm like (laughs) okay it could be lupita nyong'o it could be shuri uh it could be it's definitely not mbaku because that man is way too big to be in that suit Um, and i don't think it's shuri for the opposite reason i i think i think shuri's a little too skinny um i think yes yes you know what? You tell me your your what you think first, and then I'll tell you my theory. I think I think the next Black Panther is probably Lupita Nyong'o. I think she's the um, God. What's her What's her character's name? I'm forgetting it. Too. Nakia. 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 I think Nakia will be the new the new Black Panther. Not to be what's... confused with Nokia. That, that is a phone. <laughs> but they are both indestructible. But you, okay, you have a theory. Um, my theory is that it's Killmonger. Now, stay with me here. Okay. In the trailer, there's a lot of footage of uh, Shuri, or Letitia Wright, crying, and like she looks like she's in a different realm. Mm. And uh, Shuri's mother, so the Queen of Wakanda, who, who by the way, has the most amazing, like, tear-jerking Dude, line Angela in this trailer. Bassett. I've got it. I've got it pulled up right here. Freaking Angela Bassett. I don't know what the context of this line was or what else was happening in this scene. All you hear is she goes, 
I am the queen of the most powerful nation in the world and my entire family is gone. Have I not given everything? Just, mm. I'm, I'm not doing it justice by saying it. Just the way, the way Angela Bassett freaking delivers that line. I am the queen. Like, oh yes, man. Yes, all emotional and stuff. Jesus Christ, I got so teary-eyed and I had no idea what she was talking about specifically. But now, listen to this though. Shuri is in the Great Plains looking for you know, interesting. What, Chadwick Boseman's character, you know, that's it. That's an interesting uh. theory. So my my thought, this is where my theory comes in. She, so Shuri's gonna go into the Great Plains, trying to find her brother to mm. bring him back and say, "We still need you." Mm. But instead, she'll find Killmonger, who's gonna be there waiting for her. And mm. he's and for some reason, he was not allowed to go past the Great Plains and go up to the you know, to the heavens of, you right. know, what the Black Panther world would take you to. Right. And so I think he'll be the there. And he'll, the ancestral plane. The ancestral planes. I think he's going to look at Shuri and be like, I'm sorry, you're, well, your brother, he went on ahead. Like, he, it was his time. But I can't. I can't. I, I don't know why I think I need to stay. And then Shuri's going to be like, do you want to come then? Mm. I'll save you. And you'll be our next Black Panther, and you Get can be the king. Get a chance to redeem himself. And redeem yourself. And then I, and honestly, there's been a lot of rumors of people saying, Killmonger's coming back, Killmonger's coming back. And I'm like, I don't know. But after I, I saw this trailer, yeah. I was like, oh my god, the clues yeah. are like right there. And I, I don't know, man. I think it'd be really cool if they kind of did take that approach. Um, I wouldn't would be, be so mad about it. The only thing is that they, the way that they'd have to execute that is... It would have to really be a good reason for Killmonger to suddenly decide to be good. You know, like, I want to see that he has that regret in his face. Yeah, it has to be earned. Yeah. Um, and I think there was, there was a, by the end of the first Black Panther, at least for me, there was a little bit at the end there where I was like, okay, I, I, I get where you come from. Oops, sorry. I was like, I get where you're coming from. Sorry, I cut out there for a second. No, you're good. You know, there was a little bit. I, he won me over just a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? So you could see his point of view. You could see his struggle, and you could understand why somebody like him would take the dark path that he took. Mm. Um, and, you know, that was one of Killmonger is one of my favorite um, MCU villains because of the the pathos that that um, that they brought to him, that, that Michael B. Jordan brought to him. And yeah. so I'd love to see like an earn, you know, if it's earned and it's done very well, which I don't think um, that's too, I, I don't think that's impossible. I think they could easily, you know, m make it feel organic yeah, and have I there be so a too. reason for him to come back and have it be earned and have it be accepted that no, he's, he's changed. He, he, he feels like he's missed out on, on being able to take his place. Um, you know, in this world and, 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 and has missed out on his purpose and now he wants to turn a new leaf. Yeah. And you know what, though? That that all being said, like, whether or not it is Killmonger, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lupita or if it was Shuri's character, you know, it, or Letitia Wright's character, Shuri. Mm. Um, if, whoever it is, I'm sure it's going to be great. I mean, heck, if it's a Koye, dude, if a Koye gets to be Black Panther, That'd she's going to cool. mess everybody up. Man, but I kind of want to. I, I kind of want her because I love her as the leader of the Dora Milaje. I, I just do, love her. Yeah. I kind of want her to stay in that because I, you know, because then also she's gonna have her face all covered up and stuff. And no, I want to see her in her Dora Milaje costume, just kicking ass. And yeah, I'd love to see Okoye just still be the 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 leader of the the Dora Milaje. But 
And I think, but who last, knows? Maybe she'll get a well, maybe she'll get a promotion. Last but not least, though, is the fact that like, uh, you know, I, I know in the comics, like Shuri becomes Black Panther, and you know, she gets to have that journey for herself. Right. But also, it, you know, just because that's the case in the comics doesn't mean it's going to happen in the movies. And also, there's the 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 fact that you know, when Black Panther, you know, Ch- man, I'm I'm like blanking out on Chadwick Boseman's character's name right now. T'Challa. 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 When T'Challa is introduced to us in Civil War, the way he describes the Black Panther, he says the Black Panther is a mantle that's passed down from warrior to warrior. He doesn't say it goes down to royalty. He says it goes from warrior to warrior. So anybody could be the Black Panther. You don't have to be the king to be the Black Panther. Like, for all we know, Letitia Wright's character, Shuri, could end up being the queen of Wakanda now after maybe the mom passes away or something. I don't know. But Letitia could, or Shuri could choose to give the mantle to somebody else and say, you're my Black, you're my Black Panther. Like, you're my my knight. You're going to be the one that protects the kingdom. And so you're going to be the one to do this. So that's an option. Like, I don't think that's ever been like a, no, you can't. It has to be royalty. It can be warriors from warrior to warrior yeah for sure and i also wonder what role uh riri williams is going to play in this whole thing because we see riri williams is involved um who is who is who is ironheart right she she becomes ironheart and of course we're going to get the ironheart uh series coming uh pretty soon so what does riri williams have uh, role have to play we see she's pretty her and uh, her and Shuri are pretty chummy, right? They're they're, they're yeah. buds. They know each other really well. Both of them are really good with tech. Uh, we see, it looks like they're gonna go, you know collaborate a little bit here. What happens here? How's, how's well, that? Well, we know How that we... she's uh, she's definitely an MIT student, uh, right. From what we've learned from the comics, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it it, it makes sense that she, if she wants to learn from the smartest and brightest, she'd want to learn from Shuri. Um, yeah. But also, this for sure is the Ironheart origin story. Like, I think we're right. gonna. We're it looks like she's building her. her suit. It looks like, and, and there's a shot in oh in the God. trailer where it looks like she's building her suit and she's kind of hammering out the 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 heart shape out We're of the metal. We're literally gonna see Ironheart in November, we and it's could. about to be August right now. Like that's it's, true. Yeah. It's so close, and it's yep. just it's hitting me that all of this content's coming towards us this coming year, and we don't even see it coming until it like hits us in the face. Yeah. Um. But guys, this is like. This is San Diego Comic-Con. Like, they pack everything with a punch, and they try to give us as much as they can so that we can be satisfied and enjoy our time during that weekend. It's quite a a great way to end Comic-Con. And uh, with that, you guys, we made it to the end. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can follow us on Instagram at Real Geek News. You can also follow our separate handles on Twitter and Insta at Kevin A. Rivera VO and Raul Ceballos VO. And uh, listen, guys, if you want to send us a message, if you want to tell us something, tell us what you're passionate about, what was your favorite part of Comic Con 2022? I mean, hey, let us know. Uh, send us an email at realgeeknews at gmail.com. You can let us know that way. And of course, we'll leave all the description below. Stay safe. Stay classy, and most important of all, stay geeky, my friends. Hell yeah.